Tonight's episode of the PWC Wednesday Night Skirmish is brought to you by Z Apollo Photography. Visit zapollophotography.com for all your photography needs. The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network. Welcome to Hami Media Group, or as the cool kids say, HMG. We're here to provide you with the very best entertainment alternative media has to offer. Thank you to all our supporters who have made us what we are today. Follow us on social media, video, and podcast platforms at Hameen Media Group. Become a subscriber to Hameen Media Group at Patreon.com for great free daily content as well as off-the-top-rope extras. Subscribe to our affiliate Patreon channels with a plethora of fun content on various tiers that will bring tears of joy to your eyes. Vince Russo's The Brand, The Rip Rogers FR Podcast, Stevie Ray TV, Goldilocks, The A Show with Aaron Stevens and April Hunter, The Two-Man Power Trip, Velvet Sky and Angelina Love, The Beautiful People, and now... The Larry Hankin Stories. Support your favorite HMG and independent pro wrestling talent at ProWrestlingTees.com. Enjoy the ultimate meal with Zordos Ultra Premium Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Head over to ZordosOliveOil.com. Start your day with the best cup of joe, bro. Try a fantastic selection of flavorful coffee blends at TheBrosters.com. StevieRichardsFitness.com. Get off that couch and make a healthy change without leaving your home. Amazing resistance band and yoga workout programs at an affordable price that will help you become a band new you. Hear from the pros who live the biz, bro, with talent that have worked for every major organization led by the man who put the attitude back in pro wrestling and in your ear holes. It's gotta be russosbrand.com bro again we'd like to thank you for joining us here at hmg and now it's time to be entertained Oh boy! 
He has a great time doing that because yeah. it puts it more closer to his fan base. That's right. But Some, somewhere Frank Talents has a very stern look on his face. <laughs> make sure you catch him, guys. AEW will be making our debut in Minneapolis, Minnesota, live back-to-back -back nights. An AEW weekend spectacular, Friday, November 12th, the Rampage debut in Minneapolis. And then Saturday, November 13th, full gear on pay-per-view. Both events taking place at the Target Center, Minneapolis, Minnesota, on sale right now. Two event combo offers available, AEWTIX.com. Just go to AEWTIX.com to get all the information on all the events we're playing in the next several weeks. Please, that great pay-per-view. Hey, Tony. Hey. You excited about going to the uh, New York City Comic Con this weekend? I am very excited about it. I'll see you there Thursday and Friday. Big man of interest like you are done the whole run. <laughs> you and William Shatner. Nothing like it. Who's tired of this yet? You tired of this yet? I show up here every week thinking y'all gonna get tired of this pretty soon. I'm not tired of it, so I'm gonna keep this love fest going. I appreciate you all so much. You guys see these Jordans? Listen, I come from humble beginnings, kind of nothing. I moved to Philadelphia in 2002 and I lived up the road for about a good three years. And listen, I wrestled on Wednesdays. I wrestled Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, I ran a wrestling training school. I literally ate and I slept and I breathed professional wrestling. I loved Philadelphia so much because it gave me so much. Well, thank you. Listen, because of the money I made wrestling in Philadelphia and around the world, I bought myself an iPod and a laptop computer and holy shit was I rich. But I wasn't rich because of the money. I was spiritually rich because I had everything that I wanted. Like I said, I did all those things all those days, and I immersed myself in a community, and I said when I came out here, are y'all sick of it yet? And I hope you're not, because I'm glad I'm back. I'm glad I'm immersed back in this community. So because Philadelphia is and always will be special to me, I wanted to somehow give back to y'all. And wait, just wait. Outside of buying all you animals cheesecake, or no, what is it, cheesesteak? Is it cheesecake or cheesesteak? You can go buy yourself a cheesesteak. I'm in a wrestle. A couple weeks ago in Chicago, somebody tried to stop all this and end it before it began. Daniel Garcia 
I'm talking about you. And if you got any balls, you'll meet me in Philadelphia on Rampage. Let's go! They're right here, ladies and gentlemen, the best in the world will compete on Rampage this week, apparently. Coming up this Friday night, 10 p.m., right here on TNG AEW Rampage. Those, I bet you those are $500 shoes. At the, at the very minimum, 300 bucks. I bet you got a coupon. StockX right now, Tony? Is that why you got your iPad open? <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Look there. How about that now? That is a hell of a gift. Little Orange Cassie kid. Rampage. This Friday night, 10 p.m., CM Punk versus Daniel Garcia. Tony Khan just made it official. Moxley into the corner. Shotgun drop kick into the face of Lance Archer. Pretty accurate drop kick right between the ropes of the ladder. Well, it looks like we got the one more competitor, right? Yeah, we are seconds away from finding out who is the Joker. Time on the outside, right. Hangman Adam Page took that chair to the back of the head. It's the smart move. All seven competitors are in the match. We know that one of these men will be the next person to challenge Kenny Omega for the AEW World Championship. Back is moving furniture around. Lucky works for a moving company. More like he's on the corner of Swanson and Rittner. As Pack. Setting up the table. What a hell of a night. Crowd is in stunned silence yeah. because they can't believe what they are seeing here. The return of Hankman, Adam Page. The latter match apparently drawing to a, to a conclusion here. Well, Pack could be looking to take Hangman out for good. The night Hangman Adam Page returns to AEW could be his last night. 
This does not look good. Look at the daredevil. Fearless. Pack. He's not going to try a black arrow from up there, is he? Wait a second, Andrade. Right in the, Andrade, a hard shot right in the quad. Pack, oh. that back heel kick, but he and Andrade are doing battle. Hangman is cleared off the table. Ooh, what a, oh, my oh, God. God. Spine first goes Andrade from the headbutt, from the ladder to the steel. And that enabled that Hangman to get a second win, so to speak. And Hangman laying in some right elbow strikes to the bastard pack. Oh, no. My God. Hangman out of page. Oh, look at this. Look at this. Oh, the Jedi. What an amazing collision. He hit his right knee as well. Look at the expression, the eyes of Hangman Adam Page. Look at this. Watch out, Moxley, JR. Look at this impact. Oh, paradigm shift from Moxley. Moxley may just have eliminated Hangman Adam Page. You saw when Hangman got up, the adrenaline coursing through his body. But Moxley, a very well-timed paradigm shift. Any one of these. There's Orange. Orange Orange. Moxley grabs a handful of hair. Orange Cassidy trying to fight, but Moxley biting the face of Cassidy. Any one of these athletes deserves a title shot, but I really think Moxley more than anyone else after what happened to him at the hands of Omega and Dot Callis. Big Money Mad is going after Orange Cassidy and not the, uh, the chip at the moment. That may be a mistake. Matt Hardy. We've seen him do this in ladder matches before. these guys will be able to walk after this night I'll never knew. My God, look at this. Boom! An archer just took John Moxley off the ladder. And not very graciously or with any sportsmanlike intent. Well, on this night where MJF, the pinnacle, injured Darby Allen, who cannot compete. Oh, wait, Look, shot! What a shot by Paige! Could it be? We're this close. Can Paige pull it off? Can Hangman Adam Page return victoriously? Oh, but Moxley! Oh, share across the spine! Moxley wants to win this thing as bad as anybody else. And why not? The progress of Hangman stopped Moxley making the climb. Oh, Moxley just... He's pawing yeah. at the chip, yeah. Just barely out of his reach. Moxley needs to go one more run. There it is. There it is. No, and one more, JR. It's within fingertips reach for John Moxley. Oh, shots out of desperation, intensity, fierceness. A shot at Kenny Omega in the AEW World Championship. Literally hanging the balance. Moxley just dropped. Can I go up? Get up top. Get Can up. do it? Come on, ladder page. Get up. So famous tonight. Get up! Hangman Dunn! Page heading to a title shot from Kenny Omega somewhere down the road. Hangman! What a hell Adam is this ladder man? What a poetic return for Hangman Adam Page to all elite wrestling. I want to remind everybody.
rose to the top. I'm going to go and during the first break and talk to the winner of this casino ladder match, Hangman Adam Page. Some of the action, amazing. These men putting their bodies at risk. Where else would AEW, where else would a dynamite? For the biggest prize in our sport, JR, the AEW World Championship. Tony Schiavone will speak to this man, Hangman Adam Page, during the first break of Roads to the Top, coming up immediately following the conclusion of Dynamite. And this Friday night, AEW Rampage, 10, 9 Central, CM Punk, Daniel Garcia. Man, what a night, ladies and gentlemen. What a night. So glad that you're with us. For Tony Nick's caliber, I'm Jim Ross saying, Go Sooners, beat Texas. Shivani, and now the PWC, the Pro Wrestling Coalition, is on the air for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butts in seats and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Christopher Ames.
Welcome, everybody. It's Wednesday night, and you know what that means. It's time for the PWC Skirmish. We are live from Lake of the Woods, Canada, Melbourne, in the People's Republic of Australia. Uh-huh. And uh, for this week, as a special, we're coming to you live from East L.A., man. I'm from East L.A., man. That's uh, right, because uh, I was born in East L.A. What's up, guys? What's up, man? We're joined by Homeboy88 for a, for a special edition of The Skirmish. Uh, he's not going to be with us all night, but he agreed to come on, and uh, we're happy to have him on. He's, uh, he's a huge part of the PWC, and... Um, we're happy to be. We're happy to have them come and talk some wrestling and some nonsense and just uh, just hang out. <laughs> so how's it going in Australia, brother? Well, fuck. I thought I was going to get an introduction. Though. I guess I'm not. But uh, how's it going in Australia? It's irrelevant, brother, because fuck Dan Andrews, fuck ScoMo, and fuck the People's Republic of Australia and their fucking government. Because you know what, man. I'm not protesting, but my protesting is staying the fuck out after curfew. And that's exactly what I've been doing, man. Fuck this whole government. Fuck the vaccination. Oh, man. You know what was funny? Homeboy actually asked me the other day. He said, he said, hey, man, uh, where's Jimmy? And I was like, "Uh, he's probably about 10 kilometers away from his house or so. so. (laughs) Probably not. This guy's fucking pushing it. Going to the 7-Eleven at, you know, midnight and shit, and the cops are following his ass. Hey. And fucking, he's going in there for some zigzags and shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Definitely you know. zigzags. But in saying that, right, I obviously told you the story off the air, didn't I, homeboy? The fact that I was getting sort of looked at by the cops while I, while I was at 7-Eleven mm-hmm. after hours. But like I said, man, if we aren't allowed to be out after hours, then why the fuck is 7-Eleven open? Because they're open 7-Eleven? No, they open 24 hours. It used to be 7-Eleven, but <laughs> that was the whole motto, but not anymore. Yeah. But but more importantly, Humberto, mm. I'm glad to have you on, bro. How's things, man? How's East LA, Holmes? Fucking great, man. Well, actually, the weather's funky over here. It was fucking hot. Then we had thunderstorms. That was kind of scary. It was pretty crazy. And then today was nice and chilly, bro. So I don't know what the fuck is going on. Well, you know what, man? It's the same type of weather here, man. It's, mm-hmm. it's nice. It's beautiful. And we had thunderstorms yesterday. <laughs> what about you, Chris, in the Lake of the Woods, bro? Uh, you know what, man? It's beautiful right now. It's, uh, you know, fall is in full, uh, full effect. Uh, you know, the leaves are starting to change. So there's like yellows and reds and all kinds of pretty stuff when you're driving around on the highway and um it's actually been super freaking warm for canada bro it's like uh mm-hmm. it's like 23 25 and stuff like that so it's a really nice fall at this point like is that fun. celsius by the way chris yeah brother it's uh, it's uh australia and canada speak the same language america right this right i was gonna say dude our, our american friend over here probably doesn't understand what 25 degrees is bro no it's like 80 <laughs> some. It's like it's like low 80s. It's nice. It's, you know what I'm saying? But it's pretty cool that the fucking trees like Hulk, look like Hulk Hogan, the red and yellow, brother. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Brother. They're showing their love for the for the legends, brother. Um, right. Speaking of showing love for the legends, I just wanted to uh, I just wanted to ask, did anybody get a chance to to see that interview that CM Punk did where they where they asked him about uh, Bret Hart and what he had to say? 
No. Oh, God, enlighten us, Chris. I know what he said. Okay. So he said, and I'm quoting here, I think Brett legitimately is the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. When I was a kid, I was really into Shawn Michaels because he did a lot of the athletic stuff. But when you look back on a lot of what Shawn did, it doesn't hold up as well as what Brett did. So I think personally that Brett really is the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. End quote. Well, damn. I got to add to that. I uh, did a Mount Rushmore episode one and two with my good friend Jimmy T uh, the last uh, week or so ago. Right, Jimmy? That's and Brett right. is on my Mount Rushmore. Not fucking Shawn Michaels. Yes. Brett the Hitman Hart. So That's- I agree. Well, that That's makes fantastic. two of us. Yeah. I put him up there because, you know, like I said, everything he did was like the excellence of execution, whether he did a fucking backbreaker, a suplex, getting on the second rope, jumping off. It all looked great. It was just sharp, man. He was fucking dope. I can't deny it. You know? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, for that opinion, I'm just going to put this out there, brother. Like, I, I don't I, I don't know you this personally, but like, you mm-hmm. know, if you're if you're struggling to get a passport in, in the States right now, because, you know, yeah. you were, quote unquote, born in East L.A., um, <laughs> you know, just for that, you know, yeah. I'll I'll sign your papers for getting some paperwork oh. from Canada. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, <laughs> well, when they do ask me for the green card, I say green card uh, from East L.A. Right. <laughs> Orale, Joker. <laughs> oh man! See, when I lived in LA, I had a roommate who was quote unquote from um, from El Paso, but mm-hmm. like he was quote unquote from El Paso. He he would tell people he was from El Paso, but you and I both know he damn sure was not born in El Paso. So, nope. <laughs> oh man, I don't know what's in what's gotten into Chris Homeboy, but just quietly, I wouldn't take that shit, bro. That's all right, man. It's okay. I give him shit that's about not that. insulting. No, it's not, it's not insulting, man. What are you talking about? Oh, fine. Well, you know what? Homeboy fucking agrees anyway, man. He wants the Mexicans, the illegal ones. <laughs> <laughs> that's quote unquote by Humberto over here. Do not what? to cross the border illegally. Am I wrong in saying that, bro? Never said that. Don't put words oh. in my mouth, but I'll say this. <laughs> Since Trump only built like fucking half of the wall, you just drive around it, bro. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, <laughs> listen, bro. I got some news if I could share it with you guys. Hell yeah. What's that? So you guys said when I was on uh, two weeks ago, there's a AEW video game coming out, right? That's mm-hmm. right. And I'm a big gamer, just like Jimmy T. Right. And I got the inside scoop, guys, of what's going to be in the game. What's that? So the young bucks, right? When they're they're in there, of course, they're gonna be in there. They're gonna be like a fucking shorter, fatter version of the Hardy Boys. First of all, <laughs> the Hardy Boys. <laughs> yeah, doesn't one of those guys look like Matt Hardy, but like shorter, fatter version, bro? Uh, I don't know, man. They just look like dogs. <laughs> okay, so that they're gonna be in there for sure, right? And then you got Orange Cassidy. And I guess you can pick different fucking pants like corduroy, jeans, 
sweats. <laughs> and you can block his fucking, when he goes into the pockets, you can block it, bro. You can block, you, that's a fucking move right there. And he does this stupid little fucking kicks. I have no clue what that's called. It's just, it should be called, nah, I'm not going to say it. Never mind. It's called the but- stupid little fucking kicks. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something that started with an R, but no, let's not go there. No, go um, there, please. You're more than welcome to say anything you want right here on the skirmish, bro. Retarded kicks. Anyways, Yay! and then um, CM Punk, <laughs> when he uh, takes to the ring, is going to take like five fucking minutes, right? Because yeah. he's like soaking in the goddamn crowd. <laughs> <laughs> it's happy to, fuel. To the cult of personality, and you can't skip it. You know, you can't do the skip the cuts in. You got to fucking walk him through the whole goddamn ring. And then he gets in the ring and he's soaking up the crowd like he's Michael Jackson. That son of a bitch. <laughs> let, us, let us sizzle. You got to let us sizzle. <laughs> Shimon. <laughs> you know? And then you got Chris Jericho, and when you play Chris Jericho, you plug in your fucking Guitar Hero mic, and you have to sing along to Judas. Oh, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure Chris will love that one. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on, Chris, sing no. fucking Judas for us, bro. Come I on, will man. not. You have to. You have to put plug in your mic if you pick them. So I no. guess you're never gonna pick them. No, I, I probably I probably wouldn't pick Chris Jericho in that video game anyway. I would use him as like a jobber for like a real wrestling company. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. And then the the hit there's gonna be there's gonna be hidden characters. There's always hidden characters, guys. And I guess Jay Lethal is making no. a fucking appearance as Black Machismo, bro. No. Elizabeth. 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 It's not Elizabeth. It's Elizabeth. I know. Elizabeth. And Hulk Hogan, last but not least, I heard Hulk Hogan is going to come out in his Japanese white trunks that he wore in Japan and black ones. And so you can pick the Japanese version of Hulk Hogan, brother. Wait a minute. I believe that's Thunder Lips, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Not fucking Thunder Thighs, Thunder Lips. Well, didn't he wrestle in Japan in like black trunks or white trunks? He wasn't a fucking young boy, bro. (laughs) <laughs> if you know what that is, bro. Come like, on, bro. I mean, fucking, I could call him up right now. What, do, what you know fucking Hulk Hogan, brother? Of course. Oh, interesting. Maybe, you, we'll, you know what? We're going to hold you to that, homeboy. All right. But just wait. Yeah. Just wait a little bit before you get brother in. Sure. That's all I got <laughs> for the video. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah, see, I've heard that like all of the things that we considered to be glitches or like, you know, bad things about the old WWE games are like, you know, they're going to fit great in the AEW game. Like, you know, people always complain that there's no actual storyline in the WWE games. Well, that's like authentic for an AEW game. You know what I mean? No storyline. Oh, um, you know, I people always complain that like, 
people always complain that like, you know, you can do these crazy moves in the, in the video game, right? Like you can throw somebody off the hell in a cell cage and they'll just pop right back up. Well, that'll actually work really well in an AEW game. Cause that's exactly <laughs> what it's actually like watching AEW. So <laughs> that's huge. That's very huge. <laughs> no, Jimmy, be honest. Are you going to buy this game? Yes or no? Absolutely. I am. Okay, cool. <laughs> of course. I'm- Get on the PlayStation. I'll buy, I'll buy a team. We could fucking wrestle, bro. Well, well, Humberto, have you got a home? Uh, I was going to say a homeboy. Have you got a fucking play PS5 yet, though? Yes, I do. Oh, yeah, you do. Didn't you? You did get yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I haven't got a PS5 yet. I've got a fucking <laughs> Xbox Series X. So, uh, oh, shit. Yeah, man. I'm, more I'm, powerful than the PlayStation, yeah. motherfucker. No, no. But in all seriousness, I will get a PS5. It's just still pretty hard to get, man. Yep. Yeah, listen, I wanted to get, I'm not being an asshole, but I wanted to get a second one from my upstairs, bro. <laughs> oh, sorry, 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 uh, homeboy. Not yeah. all of us can afford two motherfucking <laughs> PS5s, bro. For fuck's sake, mate. Well, I was going to sell my PS4 Pro, all my games, and then like get a PS5, but they're still not available, bro. Like crazy. Yeah, man. I- I did that actually. I, I got yeah. rid of my PS4 Pro thinking that I'm going to get a PS5, but no. No, man. This, I got one just by chance, bro. It was yeah, same here, dude. Yeah. Same with my Xbox. I got it by chance and you still can't get that shit. And they say there's still going to be troubles going through into 2022, man, which is unbelievable, really. Crazy. Homeboy, if you get a second PlayStation, I'm going to come to your house in a mask <laughs> and I'm gonna steal it. <laughs> And then I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna give it to some some poor you know some poor uh, white people like a ver- like a reverse Zorro in Fresno, bro. In Fresno. you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll be stealing from the Mexicans to give to the poor white people like a reverse Zorro. It'll be fucking great. Reverse ramen, bro. And then guess what, homeboy? Then that fucking poor white person is gonna go to a porn store and fucking trade it in for crack. It's Jeez. meth, dude. White people do meth. Come on. Oh, sorry. That's it. my bad. My bad. My bad. Let's not be racist. Meth. <laughs> I'm not being racist. Crackers? I mean, well, whoa, whoa, whoa. what did I say? Just, just no. <laughs> so what happened oh, in the yeah. fellas? Chris? Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Do we have to talk about AEW? <laughs> I forgot um, that we were talking about AEW. Okay. Well, the show starts off in the ring. It's an eight-man tag match. Um, so you know it's going to start off with just a whole lot of bullshit. Uh, it's Danielson, Christian, Jurassic Express versus the Super Elite, which is Kenny Omega, huh. the Young Bucks, and Adam Cole. Bay bay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, they start off pretty quick here, uh, Jungle Boy and Cole. Um, at one point, uh, there's a chop from the top rope, which just... I hate it. Thank you. Um, the heels focus on Jungle Boy. Uh, at one point here, Jungle Boy jumps up to the top of the ropes um, while he's holding on to Matt Jackson's hand. And then he almost falls, but Matt Jackson grabs him by the butt and holds him up to help him stand up because that's what you would really do in a real fight. And then Jungle Boy does a backflip and does like a, and does like an arm drag after Matt was so nice to hold him up on the ropes while he was up there, which just, I mean... Bret Hart literally died watching this fucking match. Like, this was an absolute car crash of a fucking wrestling match. I hated this shit. Yeah. Um, I, look, I didn't hate it, right? But 
Yeah, I see where you're coming from, dude. This was get your shit in in full effect, bro. I mean, seriously. Yeah, it was and, it was a and, silly match. And it wasn't just like, dude, I can handle get your shit in if things are at least clean. This was not even that. So first of all, there was that spot, right? So the opponent holds the other guy up to save him from falling, which, you know, that's not what you do in a real fight. Um, the next thing that was fucked up was there was a top rope indie taker, which completely missed but was sold. Um, Jungle Boy jumps over the top to do his over-the-top rope Hurricane Rana thing to the floor. He completely misses whichever of the fucking Jacksons it was, but they sold it anyway. Um, there's, an, there's a this is awesome chant. Philadelphia, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> the elite set up for a four-man powerbomb on... Wait a minute. No, I, I gotta I gotta finish I gotta finish this fucking match because it just pissed me off, bro. So the elite set up for a power bomb spot where all four of them are going to lift up uh, Luchasaurus and give him a power bomb, but even all four of them couldn't actually get him up, and they all <laughs> fell over. This was not a spot that was done on purpose because you could see how visibly flustered they were afterwards. They fucked up. A four-man power bomb. How can you not pick somebody up with four other fucking people? Um, there's no way the referee knows who's legal, and neither do I. So who fucking cares? All four guys deliver a BTE trigger for the win. While even Jim Ross asks, with all four men in the ring, how does that happen? Exactly, Jim. The company you work for is fucking retarded whenever the young bucks are in there. Absolute car crash. This was stupid. This is the fucking home of ECW, Philadelphia. <sighs> and they're not fucking chanting, you fucked up. Exactly. This is weird to me. That's what I wanted to say. Like, if it was ECW, they wouldn't let that shit slide. It would be, you fucked up. You fucked up. You fucked And it's, that's, that's crazy to me, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, this Philly crowd obviously ain't the fucking same Philly crowd that we had fucking back in the day, that's for sure. No. I mean, these guys love their spot fest, and I'm talking about the fans. I mean, they absolutely fucking hell for this shit. But, man, it is what it is. It's But, look, I'll tell you one thing. I did like the spot on the outside where Christian was acting like he was knocked out and whatnot, and the doctors came came over to Christian, and the Bucks wanted to act tough and super kick the doctors like they're so tough. That kind of popped me because they just don't look tough doing it. But still, it was all right. Yeah, I it's fine. If, if you if you wanna if you wanna pick something out from it, I guess um, Christian's trunks still look good. Um, that's about <laughs> all I got. This match was fucking garbage. Oh, that's harsh, Chris. Come on, oh, bro. It was bad, bro. There were so many fuck-ups. And everybody's everywhere doing everything. There's fucking dives that don't make sense. You got quails. You got quail dives going on going on all over the fucking place. It was just it was so fucked, bro. Like what the fuck is this? Cirque du Soleil or wrestling, bro? What well, something fuck? similar actually, home, but you know what this reminded me of, bro? Yeah. The little mimitos, homie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> that's what this shit was, man. Really? It was like a midgets motherfucking match. It was. How do you? It think? was, except that generally when the midgets have matches in Mexico, they're clean. They they look <laughs> like they're getting their shit in. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, man. Oh, man. Bucks, get your shit together. <laughs> For fuck's sake. And you, same with you, fucking Adam Cole, baby. Oh, my God. That fucking spot they did that where where Cole's got Jungle Boy in the in the camel <laughs> clutch and the fucking young bucks are standing beside him and they run the ropes and they run the ropes and they run the ropes oh. and they run the ropes and they run the ropes and then they stop and they kiss uh, Adam Cole in the cheeks. Isn't that cute? Yeah. Yeah. What, the, what are they doing, bro? Do they not give a shit anymore? Like. Where's the fucking story? Where's the fucking professional wrestling? Where's bro. the Bro, this is what gets over to their crowd though. And they don't understand that what they're doing when they fucking perform this bullshit is literally we call it preaching to the choir, right? You don't yeah. preach to the choir. They're already there. You don't need to fucking preach to those people. You need to turn around and find the people who aren't already there. And you're not going to fucking do it with this kind of nonsense. This right. is not going to get over with your average American sports fan. And that's who you need to be going after if you're AEW. You need to be trying to grow. You need to be trying to go out and find those people. The 10 million fucking people who used to watch wrestling every week mm -hmm. on, on, on cable TV. They're not coming back for two little fucking mm. cruiserweights Fuck kissing another shit. fucking cruiserweight no in the middle of the fucking ring. They're not going to do that. They might come back for what we had two weeks ago when Omega and fucking Danielson had match of the fucking year to start Absolutely. off AEW Dynamite. Okay. Yes, more of that. But this shit, what they fucking started off this week with, was absolute fucking garbage. It absolutely did nothing for anyone except, yeah, they got a this is awesome chant in the fucking <laughs> building that doesn't fucking mean money. It literally just means that the people who are already there are going to clap for you. Well, congratulations. Wow. That was beautiful, Chris. You're about to fucking blow a gasket, bro. Calm the fuck down, man. <laughs> fuck, I hated this. Calm down, someone get no, but this he's man. Right. He's right, man. Like but back right. in the days, no, right. when you did a match, right? It was like let's. I'm just gonna give an example. Either Bret Hart versus Stone Cold, fucking Ric Flair versus Ricky Steamboat. It was like two. They at least it was kayfabe. It was like two athletes seeing who was the better athlete, right? Building a story, like who was gonna beat who was the tougher man. And this seems like some circus shit, bro, to me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> this seems like I paid a fucking ticket to Circus fucking Vargas. They're over here. I'm <laughs> eating my fucking popcorn with my kid, buying a fucking, you know, a pinwheel and shit. And these assholes are running around like clowns and shit. <laughs> well, that's why we call them quails, bro. They're just running around like fucking quails just sitting there, bro. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I mean, seriously. Yeah. Look, I knew straight from the get-go that once I saw an eight-man fucking clusterfuck, yeah. we all knew we knew what was going to fucking happen in this match. I mean, come on. Yeah, dude. Even in CMLL, as soon as you see that there's eight men in the ring, you're like, ah, it's going to be fucking stupid. <laughs> Why do they do I'm, it then? Because it's AEW, brother. <laughs> That's why. And you know what? This is what they call professional wrestling, especially that guy, Phil Brooks, a.k.a. CM Punk. He, <laughs> he's brainwashed, bro. He thinks this is professional wrestling. I hate to break it to you, Phil. 
This shit ain't fucking professional wrestling, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Ring, of, Ring of Honor was more professional wrestling, like, to me. Like, like when he was in uh, Ring of Honor doing those matches, that shit, was, that shit was legit. I got to say. Oh. Yeah. Oh, for real. Yeah, I, I used to love those days, bro. Remember the roster back then, man? Brian Danielson, CM Punk, yeah. Samoa Joe, AJ Styles. You name it, bro. They were all there, man. But Roderick Strong, yeah. the American Roderick Wolves, Strong, Bobby. Well, yeah, you just yeah, you said it. I mean, seriously, you know. But, but unfortunately, back then it wasn't getting the spotlight. But this is. So we got your indie darlings, only one company, <laughs> and everybody thigh slapping, fucking themselves, and fucking kissing each other, bro. That's what we got here in a dub. Mm. Yeah, it uh, it it greatly upset my Canadian nerves. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Um, oh, Canada. Uh, oh, Canada. Um, well, up next here, we've got John Moxley doing a little backstage interview for the uh, for the main event. He's going to be in a ladder match. Um, he basically says that he's crazy because he has a three month old. And for those of us who have had children, we sympathize. We completely understand, John. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there wasn't much to this promo. It was basically just, uh, I'm mad and I don't know what's going on because I've got a kid. <laughs> and blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> so, in other words, Chris, you're saying he's just talking gibberish, basically. <laughs> it's basically exactly what John Moxley does all the time. Yeah, just talking gibberish. shit. <laughs> At least he wasn't talking shit about a 60 year old Japanese guy I don't know. That's a plus. Oh. Oh, come on. What the fuck? Come on, Chris, bro. Come on, man. Are you talking about the great Minoru Suzuki, bro? Yeah, Honda Suzuki. Yeah, that guy. That's another one, bro. Sorry, no, it's not Honda. It's Toyota Suzuki. Michael Jargo's rolling in his grave, bro. (laughs) Yeah, man. He'd be fucking... Well, you know what? Speaking of Michael Jargo, shout out to the doctor himself. Well, from this week, Chris... Myself and Jago are doing a Hamin Media exclusive show covering Rampage. And if Chris ever says that to Jago, holy shit, there's going to be a war. I'm telling oh, you. Oh, we're going to have some fantastic conversations oh, between the three of us, brother. I can't fucking wait for this one, bro. Send I'm, me the link. Well, tune in this freaking week, uh, homeboy, from Saturday morning, I believe. Oh, okay. Well, something like that anyway. That's right. Yep. That's right. This week here, it's going to be uh, Jimmy T, Michael Jargo, and that other Canadian guy, as I was called <laughs> this week on uh, on Hitting the Marks. <laughs> Thanks, who? Jargo. By hey, who? I didn't say that, all right? Just FYI, Chris. That wasn't me, bro. Just so you know. uh, dude, I, no, dude. Honestly, I took the rib in good heart. Like, that was funny as hell. I laughed my ass off. Well, um, I didn't say it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Who's the original Canadian guy in Tuttles? Nah, no. Get out of here, please. <laughs> I don't mind titles, but please. His well, favorite wrestler is Brian Cage. Enough said. Ooh, well, we'll get to him tonight. Um, <laughs> anyway, next up, Cult of Personality hits. Uh, punk gets a big pop as he does happy punk stuff, jumping into crowds and pointing at people and <laughs> and, and, and doing the whole, like, you know, Joe Biden thing, but, like, Joe <laughs> Biden from, like, 
But I mean, like Joe Biden from like 12 oh. years ago when he was still oh. capable of knowing where he was and pointing at people and stuff. So what are you trying to say, Chris? What was he smelling fucking kids hair or what the fuck? Oh. I mean, he came pretty close at one point here. Yeah, yeah, um, that's true. So that's true. so Punk's wearing Jordans today. He points them out to the Philadelphia crowd. Uh, cool. He's uh, he's still really glad to be back. And he talks about how happy he is to be back. Um Cool. We're going on a month now. Maybe we can move on from this. Oh, no. Fuck. Tell me um, about it. He he goes to he goes to say that like you know I love Philadelphia and like just you know I'm I'm so involved in Philadelphia and Philadelphia is just this great city. I really love your guys' cheesecake. I mean cheesecake <laughs> yeah. is it, oh funny. is it cheesesteak or oh, cheesecake? Shit. If you don't know, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, and I'm telling you now, dude, he so fucking fucked that up, dude. He really said cheesecake. He was meant to say fucking cheesesteak. Even me from all the way here in lockdown city, right, knows <laughs> a Philly fucking cheesesteak, all right? Cheese. Wait a minute. The game in one of his rhymes said cheesecake too. Did he? <laughs> yeah, he did. He Jesus, homeboy, Jesus. <laughs> all right. Cheese and rice. That's yeah. It. It was that annoying. from when he tried to kill Meek Mill or whatever? Like that was that was the best fucking diss track. Let's be real, bro. He killed it, it on dope that. Diss. Yeah, that was a lie. dope diss, big time. Anyway, <laughs> let's continue with that wrestling. All right. So Punk says he's gonna. He can either buy everybody a cheese steak, uh, or he can wrestle for them. Um, they, they, I think they started chanting "wrestle, wrestle, wrestle," but it was really oh, hard to tell. Me personally was chanting cheesesteak, bro. They, 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 might, they may have been chanting cheesecake. Um, so he says he's going to wrestle on Rampage. Uh, and then he takes off his shoes and he gives them to a kid at ringside. Um, yeah. I, you know what? As a Brett guy, I get the callback. I'm cool with it. You know what I mean? I understand where that comes from in pro wrestling, so I have to be all right with it. But Yeah, but you see, unlock the glasses. Shoes fucking stink, bro. That's true, but if somebody just handed me a pair of Jordans, I would oh, probably shit. not no be shit? complaining about yep. <laughs> about the way they smelled. Dope. I'd be like, ah, dope. <laughs> Some something that CM Punk gave you too? Did he sign them too? I didn't uh, see him do it, but I'm sure he did backstage. Like he he whispered something to the kid. I'm sure it wasn't. I'm sure it wasn't just. Um, Hey, why are you a fan of an idiot wrestler? Why are you dressed like this moron Orange Cassidy? Which it would have been if it was me. I would have leaned in and I would have been like, hey, come here, kid. Hey, come here. And then I would have slapped him. And then I would have been like, there you go. You're an idiot. Well, I believe um, the fucking commentators called him Orange Cassidy's son or some shit, bro. Wow. So then he definitely deserved to get slapped in the face. Good. Yep. Okay. Good deal. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. So next up here, we've got Arn Anderson. Um, uh, I don't know if you if you had a chance to see this last week, homeboy. But did you see Arn Anderson? Um, yeah. Okay. You so you I saw heard that it promo. On your show too. You yeah. mean armed Anderson? Armed Anderson. Where he said he was gonna. If it was him, he would blast somebody in the fucking head with a gun yeah. or something. Like yeah. He'd spray their brain their brains all over the pavement. <laughs> like Jesus, Arn. Jesus, hey, you know what? I'm Arn Anderson of the four fucking horsemen. You know what I do? I get a fucking knife and I stab you just like I did Sid Vicious in the goddamn hotel room, <laughs> you son right. of a bitch. That was a pair of scissors. I'm just 
Yeah. And, and mind you, fucking Sid at that time was also carrying little chipmunks in his pocket or whatever the fuck. True story. Chipmunks? Not a chipmunk. <laughs> it was one of those little fucking rascal fucking things. I'm not talking about the wrestlers. A it was fa- like either a, a chipmunk. Yeah, maybe a ferret. It was one of oh, those fucking things. Up, and, bro. and apparently yeah, it died. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Now that's serious? what you call Armed Anderson. Fucking shit. Chipmunks' lives matter, bro. Come on. Oh, sure do. They don't matter here. Um, Arn Anderson is uh, is burning an expensive jacket, and uh, oh. I guess he's in Cody's backyard because Cody uh, sees him from the balcony, and he's like, Arn, what are, you, what are you doing? And then Arn's like, oh, yeah, now you see him here, huh? Now, now, <laughs> now you recognize that I'm at your house. And Cody's like, well, yeah, he just fucking broke into my house. What the fuck's wrong with you? Kind yeah. of thing. and. And anyway, Arn Arn tells him to take off the tie, and he goes to, you know, Cody says like, I I know, like I get it, Arn, like uh, you know, I need to take it more seriously. And Arn's like, Why don't you just paint a fucking star on your face already? Which I <laughs> I legitimately was like, Wow, like this is great. Wow, bury Absolutely. this motherfucker, bury him um, to death. Arn Arn goes to burn the tie. Cody says, You don't have to do that. Arn slaps him. Um, and then they cut to commercial kind of in a jarring way. I don't know if this was just my feed here in Canada, but it was like really quick. Like they just dropped, they just like quickly cut away from this. And I was like, I, but I wanted to see Arn bitch slap Cody some more. Like, why can't, why can't we get another 45 minutes of that? Well, speaking of armed dancing, before we uh, move on, can I just do this one more time? Since I read it out last week, but I'm going to read it out again. This one's for you, homeboy. All right. So this is Arn Anderson's facts, right? We got number one. When Chuck Norris goes to sleep, he checks under his bed for Arn Anderson. (laughs) Number two. The elephant is too afraid to acknowledge the Arn Anderson in the room. Number three, <laughs> Hulk Hogan had creative control, and Anderson has planetary control. <laughs> Number four, homeboy, this one's even better, and Anderson leads horses to water and makes them motherfucking drink, bro. <laughs> Number five, Staying Alive is a song about not missing with Arn Anderson. Number six, Vince Man injected Arn Anderson with a lethal dose of poison. The poison ran back into the syringe. <laughs> Number seven. Arn Anderson once used steroids that made him weaker. Number eight. Arn Anderson never sees eye to eye with anyone because people are too afraid to look at him. <laughs> and last but not least, Number nine, Arn, Arn really doesn't need a loser like Cody. Hey, I agree. <laughs> I had to, man. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. I just had oh, to. Man. I had to. I had to. But it's true. That was better than my fucking video game bit. What video game bit are you talking about, bro? Which one? Oh, AEW, right. <laughs> Anything's better than AEW, bro. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. No, he's I'm a picking tough, the asshole. No. Listen, he's a tough motherfucker, man. I mean, he had no fear. Sid Sid just is a fucking beast of a man, bro. And he basically's like, don't fuck with me, dude. I will stab <laughs> you with these pair of scissors right here, dickhead. 
Yeah. <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> we would say duckhead over here, but fucking, <laughs> he's such a bitch, right? Yeah. Sid, psycho Sid, my ass, that he fucking got stabbed with a pair of scissors. Seriously. Oh, man. Beat for In nothing or what? Stomach, bro. <laughs> oh, man. I wish you're I was a psycho, fly on the wall. Dude. Man, that's what you call the enforcer, folks. Fuck, dude. And he's basically calling Cody Rhodes a bitch, basically, right? Well, well, well let's be honest now, bro. I'm pretty sure he's a bitch. <laughs> but that was his buddy, Dusty Rhodes. That's his son. Actually, that was so not his... Man, if you remember back in the day, the horsemen were always against fucking Dusty, bro. Yeah. That's let's true, be bro. real, man. Right. Behind so why the, the scenes... Fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kayfabe, but you know what I'm saying? Like, that's breaking kayfabe, that's brother. Come on it's going to be good all over <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> We're sweet sapphire. <laughs> it's sapphire, baby. I got the poker tights on my throat, baby. Man, did you guys, I don't know if you guys saw this, speaking of Cody, but I saw this, uh, he was he him and brandy were recently asked who they're uh who who's on their mount rushmore's of professional wrestling oh no oh, no shit. let me get yeah. dusty Rhodes. dusty Rhodes. so, so cody, cody Rhodes. said so cody said dusty Rhodes, right <laughs> which yeah of course right dusty right. Rhodes. um vince mcmahon oh hmm the rock oh, he and, knows a lot of that and tony khan Wait, wait, what? What? So, so Cody said that his Mount Rushmore of wrestling was the guy who used to employ him, the guy who currently employs him, the guy who created him, and the guy who he wants to be. But that's what uh, it was. That's that's all. That's the whole thing. Cody Rhodes work, is so man. fucking egotistical. It's like, man, <laughs> fuck me. This Everybody's is um, off camera. Yeah, no, this was like an interview or something that he did. But still, oh. he was asked, like, who's on your Mount Rushmore? That was his answer. It was Tony Khan, <laughs> which I, I'm like, how do you even? Okay, whatever. Tony Khan, uh, Vince McMahon, who you could argue for the business side of things. Right, right, right. Uh, Dusty Rhodes, who I think you could legitimately have an argument that he should be on. You know, oh, Okay, uh, fair enough. That's true. Right. You know, and The Rock, who again, I think you could legitimately argue could, you know, the could Rock be on over Hogan, huh? Well, The Rock over Hogan, The Rock over Stone Cold, The Rock over Brett, The Rock over Ric Flair, <laughs> The Rock oh. over us. I mean, I mean, seriously, fucking The Rock, bro. Well, it's better than fucking Jimmy's list. He put the Ultimate Warrior in there. Seriously, bro. What did I say to you? What did I fucking tell you back then, man? Yeah? I said from little Jimmy's perspective, yeah? Did you believe <laughs> when I was this shit? Not Chris? fucking the Mount Rushmore motherfucker of fucking, fucking of real hell. wrestling, right? I'm talking about the Mount Rushmore of little Mimito, little Dimaco. By the way, I've made the decision. I'm going to put the Mount Rushmore part one and two on the Homeboy 88 podcast. So if you guys are listening, I'm putting that shit up probably tomorrow. And it's going to be right here on the PWC network tonight. Oh, fuck. So fuck you, Homeboy, for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. That's it. Okay. <laughs> and no, dude, like when I was a kid, like, um, 
my first like four like legitimate favorite wrestlers like and this was just like as a kid right you're like exactly thank you because i was talking it. as a kid here man. yeah so listen when i was 13 my four guys would have been brett benoit oh, the God. rock and ultimate warrior that would have been you. the four guys that i would have said thank when i was you. a kid now that i'm older right you know now that we're older we understand right but yeah, when right. I was a kid, dude, I was a hundred percent a little warrior. Um, fuck it. Me too. I gotta go, guys. I'm getting fucking. <laughs> my phone is blowing up. Somebody <laughs> is fucking pissed off at you guys. I don't know. I don't know what you guys are gonna He's do. I, I gotta go, bro. I gotta answer his call. I'll be- All right. Whatever. Pasa fuera. <laughs> well, that was abrupt. And yeah. I was talking on behalf of little Jimmy from like 10 years old. You know what I'm saying? Not fucking... Little Jimmy. Like the... Little, little Jimmy. The kid who's in our truth said? That little Jimmy, bro. The kid's dope. He, he sure is. I don't know what he looks like, but he's dope. Definitely. But <laughs> that's why I put Ultimate Warrior in there. That's coming from me. Now, if you asked me the fucking uh, Mount Rushmore of all of professional wrestling and going by, you know, who really was in the Mount Rushmore, then I'll give you a completely different answer, obviously, right? Yeah, no, I was just thinking about this too, because like I've, I've had this, because I was hearing this thing about the Mount Rushmore for, fuck, like, and Brandy's answers were ridiculous. They were all oh, women, please tell and me. it was like, I can't remember exactly who it was, but I know that she had Mae Young on there, and oh, uh, yeah. Miss, Eliz- Miss Elizabeth. Elizabeth? Which is like, how? What? Like, Why Miss Elizabeth? Because uh, Brandy's a fucking idiot and she doesn't know anything <laughs> about professional wrestling. Oh, man. Brandy, Brandy, Brandy. Stay away from candy, all right? I mean, seriously. But anyway, continue, Chris. She's the worst. Um, yeah, but no, I was thinking about this whole thing with like the Mount Rushmore stuff, right? And I was like, yeah, if you ask me my personal Mount Rushmore, I might have Warrior on there. You know what I mean? For me personally, as a fan of wrestling. But if you ask, but if you ask me to like take everything into consideration, then I've got to put people on there who I don't even necessarily like. Do you know what I mean? I could never stand Hulk Hogan. But if you want me to take everything into consideration, I think he has to be up on the Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. He you know has I mean? to be. Ra- racist or not, the motherfucker. And look, man, every motherfuckers out there, the our listeners, don't act like you weren't little Hulkamaniacs when you were fucking little cunts. All right? You were fucking saying your prayers, eating your... Oh, guess what, Chris? What? I think the holster brother wants to fucking call in, bro. We're oh, getting wow. a fucking call in. Let's let's hear him. All right, let's see what he has to say, brother. Let's see, where is he? Well, this doesn't work for, that's me, brother. Doesn't work for me, brother. What you guys are saying? You guys are putting fucking Ultimate Warrior, brother. You guys are putting fucking Chris Benoit the Crippler. You murdered his whole fucking family, brother. You're putting the, everybody but the whole comedia, brother. I should be the number one on the goddamn rock formation, brother. What are you talking about? The Mount Rushmore, dude. What the fuck are you guys doing here? You guys are doing a fucking PWC, brother. Uh, but it ain't shit on fucking AEW. You should put Hulkamedia uh, on the top. Number fucking one, brother. 
Wow, what's your fucking problem, man? Well, well I'm actually losing my voice. I was yelling at fucking that idiot, that fucking Mexican guy, man. I was fucking on the phone. I was gassing the yells, brother. I'm fucking Jackson Sack. Whoa, whoa, Hulk, Hulk, seriously, you've already done some racist comments about black people. Are you now, are you now referring to people as that fucking Mexican guy? No. Well, well, he's my friend, brother. It's speaking, you know. You know what I was talking about? I wanted to talk. I wanted to come on here and talking about. I was in New Japan Pro Wrestling, brother, and I fucking wrestled for Antonio Inoki, brother. So you know what? I fucking did. I wrestled those little Japanese motherfuckers, brother, and I gave them standing arm bars and abominable stretches, brother, and suplexes. So how in the fuck am I not numero uno on your fucking Mount Rushmore list, brother? That doesn't fucking work for me, dude. Oh, I, I have a hard time believing that you ever gave any suplex in Japan because that would actually make you have to fall on your back. It's well, not something that you do very often. Well, that's very true, brother. That's, that's Jimmy very T, true, brother. That's I did true. a fucking standing arm, brother. Oh, absolutely, man. Especially the Roman knuckle lock, bro. Remember that? The test of strength, brother. Used to be a master at that shit, bro. That's right, brother. And I'm talking about New Japan, brother. Michael Jargo is probably getting fucking... He's kicking out and marking out right now, brother. And I gotta say, what you gonna do when the fucking Hulkamania comes to your fucking house, dude? Because you didn't put me on the goddamn Mount Rushmore. Christopher Rams and Jimmy T, but you put the fucking Ultimate Warrior. Damn. <laughs> Listen here, brother. I put you in my fucking Mount Rushmore, you asshole, all right? First of all... Well, thank and, you, brother. And this... I did put Mr. Jim Helwig in my fucking Mount Rushmore, but like I was saying earlier to that Mexican guy, right, that you were racist to, by the way, right? Nope. I was saying that was little Mimito fucking Jimmy T, bro. You know what I mean? Little fucking 10-year-old oh, okay. Jimmy I'm T, lose, bro. I'm losing my voice, brother. I gotta go. You know what? Well, maybe you need to soothe it, brother. I gotta fucking go. I gotta go eat some motherfucking Hulkamania pasta, brother. It's in the refrigerator. It's waiting for me, dude. And brother Brutai, his brother Brutai is sitting over there waiting for me at the end of the table, brother. We're gonna have dinner in the movie, brother. Anyways, gotta go. Come on, homeboy. Homeboy. I mean, not homeboy. Who's homeboy? I mean, fucking Hulkster, brother. Before you go, can I just ask you one question? Is it true? Yeah, fucking kayfabe, brother. <laughs> I fucked up, brother. I fucked up bad. But anyway, is it true that these little Japanese guys, even though Anoki was a pretty tall fella, maybe even taller than you? No, brother. Probably not, though. But but still, I saw you used to do arm bars back in Japan. But That's right, brother. But in the good old US of A, bro, you were doing these fucking cheesy-ass fucking leg chops, bro. Why? Yeah, because Vince McMahon, I told him, doesn't work for me, brother. If you want to be the do the fucking, uh, the small package, brother, you better pay me the top fucking dinero, you know what I'm saying. What you're gonna do when Hulkamania runs wild on you? Terry believes that, bro. Man. Fine. Thanks, Here Hulk. Goes. Thanks, Hulk. Hulk Hogan, ladies and gents. Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Yeah. Every every time Hulk comes on, I'm just just reminded of all the of all the great matches that he had. Yeah, <laughs> greatest. <laughs> um, 
you remember that time when he was wrestling Ultimate Warrior in WCW and he tried to throw a fireball oh. at him, but oh. he really wound up burning his own face off? Remember that? <laughs> hey, Hulk. And I cannot forget, brother. Hey, Hulk. Hey, Hulk. <laughs> yeah, Hulk. How about you call back in and fucking answer you for that shit? Hey, Hulk, brother. people don't forget. Yeah, even though it was 20 years ago. Yeah. People don't forget. Um, it's like pissing Halloween, your pants in high anybody? school. It doesn't matter if it hey, happened 20 years ago. Well, how ironic, actually, Chris. It was. It's almost the anniversary for that motherfucking event, bro. It's Halloween Havoc. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, hey, it was Halloween Havoc. Well, I'm hearing horror. Uh, what the fuck is going on there? Is Are we getting Slim Jim's Halloween Havoc? terrifying um <laughs> terrorizing <all right>. <laughs> bro terrorizing oh god um no um just no fuck off hunter um okay so next up here we've got bobby fish a little insert promo uh showing him working a bag um uh, yeah um <laughs> Basically, it's an insert promo as he's making his way to the ring. He got zero reception here from Philadelphia. Um, I think people yeah. were expecting more, but I I don't think Bobby Fish is a big deal. I just don't. Do you mean Bobby Bacala or Bobby Psari? That's how you say fish in Italian and Greek, just quietly. I mean, cool. the, anyone that has a damn fucking fish bone as your fucking shirt, um, that don't work for me, brother. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm quick to buy that shirt. Not. Yep, exactly. Um, not super impressive. Anyway, as Sam and as Sammy's making his way to the ring, there's another insert promo from Sammy. In this insert promo, um, he bought Fuego uh, a truck, which is oh, really cool. God. But, you know, this is starting to become a thing. I kind of feel like, um, hey, I'll buy you a car is like how Tony Khan actually made friends as a kid. Am I Oof. am I the only one picking up on this? Because that's Oof. what it feels like. I think you ain't wrong there, Chris. I mean, come on, dude. With a headlock, Tony's. Look, seriously, how the fuck are you going to make any friends, bro? Other than buying cars. That's about the end of it there. Um, yeah, Absolutely. the match starts off uh, with some good hard-hitting stuff from Fish, um, <laughs> who looks – really big next to Sammy Guevara, which like fish was what? small in NXT, dude. Are you saying he's a huge fish? Just saying like he may be more of like, I, I think that he's actually a tadpole, but like he looks <laughs> like a shark in AEW. Oh, so a tadpole that looks like a shark. I like it. <laughs> so welcome to AEW. Um, <laughs> Sammy comes back with some quick offense. They take turns no-selling each other's strikes. Um, at one point there, you can clearly see Fish calling spots as they go into the ropes. Um, yep, my Bret hart meter went, oh, fuck. Um, Your Bret hart meter Yeah. Oh, man, I can picture it right now. It's, it's in pink, and the heart is ready to explode, bro. Yeah. Um, oh, it's still though like I didn't hate this match it was a good stiff match between oh, well, two talented well. guys I think um, I gotta say though like if Sammy's gonna be a face he needs to work on some of his mannerisms that thing where he does that Spanish god kip up where like he kips up and then he puts his arms to the side that's like a classic heel move 
you need yeah. to do something a little more fiery if you're a face. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I don't know. like in other words, like scream towards the crowd and say, "Come on, baby." Well, yeah, I'm not saying he needs to be WCW Chris Jericho Lionheart, but yeah, something like that. Oh, shit. <clears throat> yeah. Um, anyway, I actually like the way that this match ended because uh, Fish was sort of in control throughout the the whole match, and Guevara just kind of hit that go to hell, that GTH. Is that is that of, what it stands for? Yeah, it's go to hell. Yeah, not go to hell. Yeah, because that's that's way worse than go to sleep. It's like go to sleep oh. is like one thing, but go to hell is like that's way more serious. It's like when you say shit in a promo, dude, makes it so much more serious. Damn. I thought it was get the honchos, bro. Get the honchos. I'm just saying that's what I thought, but I guess I'm wrong. Awesome. Um, <laughs> anyway, I liked the way that that happened where it was just kind of out of nowhere. He hits his finish and got the win. Um, yeah, it was fine. I, this was sort of a nothing match. Um, it was a good match. It was a, it was a match, good little man. match. Yeah. yeah like this, this match only lasted like six minutes or something, but it was I was going to say, yeah. I mean, yeah, for a little fucking Mimito match, it was fucking all right. It was good. It was, it was a small match, literally. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, in a lot of ways. <laughs> um, oh, I'm yeah. being an asshole, man. Sammy's cool, man. Look, let me be real on Sammy. First of all, I kind of – I kind of like that he's a baby face. Sure, he needs to work on his mannerisms and shit like that. But that's okay. He's only young. He'll get there. But the fans really wanted to cheer the guy, man. And I, I think it's the right you. move, you know what I mean, to turn him baby. No, I'm totally cool with, with Sammy being a baby face. I just, um, yeah, I mean, he's one of these guys who I'm looking at and I'm thinking, okay, he's he's still really young, so his body hasn't fully developed yet. You know, he right. you, know, you can give him time. You can see what's going to happen, right? But, I mean, y- you might have said the same thing about the Young Bucks 15 years ago. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, oh, they're just young guys. You know, maybe their bodies will develop. And they've literally just gotten skinny fatter, you know, if that's a fucking thing. Like, they got that baby fat shit going, you know, if you know what I mean, like bitch tits and all. Yeah, it's not a good look, boys. Um, anyway, American top team comes out through the crowd. Um, honestly, everybody here looked pretty solid. I I thought like before they even talked about this next thing, I wrote down junior has some good looking working elbows. Right. I was impressed too, but there's a little issue already with this segment, dude. And I'm bet you, you know what I'm going to fucking gripe about. Do you have any idea what I'm going to gripe about Chris? Let's hear it, brother. Do you have an idea though? I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. First of all, what the fuck is Chris Jericho doing? Like absolutely belting Junior Dos Santos, please. Am I yeah. supposed to believe that shit? I mean, I thought the same thing when they made the save. I was like, <laughs> okay, Jericho and Hagar just like made what? Five, six heels. You know, four of whom, five of whom were professional fighters. Powder, not just not just any fucking professional fighters, though, bro. Yeah, Junior's but, a two-time heavyweight champion of the fucking world. Like, <laughs> I mean, Jericho? come on, man, come on. I love Chris Jericho, man, as as you do, Chris. Obviously, being from Winnipeg and being Canadian and all, like, and being named Chris. Up. Yeah, yes, and his name is Chris, right? But Get the fuck out of here. I'm supposed to fucking 
this is what you call insulting my intelligence. I'm sorry. I know it's professional wrestling, but it's it's real fighters. I hate to say this against fucking play fighters, bro. Dude, like, and you can do a match like this, but make it believable where, like, rather than Jericho, like, you know, landing a good right hand on Junior Dos Santos, because get the fuck out of here. Right. Um, rather than that, have him do an arm drag or a hip toss uh-huh. or something uh-huh. that's that that feels pro wrestling, right? Like, right. okay, Junior could kick my ass if we're in a fist fight, but exactly. because we're doing pro wrestling, right? Like, oh, I did a uh, I, I did a, a hip toss or. I did a you know an arm drag. I mm-hmm. I I did a, a head scissor takedown. Do you know what I mean? Like right, something right, that right. doesn't seem like it should be, you know, in the wheelhouse of a guy like Junior Dos Santos. You don't just have him land a better right hand. Like fuck <laughs> you. Absolutely, Chris. That was well put. The fucking listeners agree. The fans agree. I agree. And most importantly. Junior DeSantos probably agrees. I mean, come on. I know Chris Jericho is a fucking vet, but he should know better, man. He should have fucking thought. Maybe it was too much of that Le Champion fucking champagne. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, maybe he drank He's too much of that He's having a little shit. too much of the bubbly, yeah. Too much of the bubbly, right? And uh, he wasn't thinking straight because if Jericho fucking had any sense, he would have fucking said what you said, Chris. And that's arm drag. Yeah. Right. Or a fucking hurricane runner. Heck, even a fucking lion tamer. Just something that would have looked more in place here. Not right. I landed a better right hand than Junior Dos Santos because even a code breaker, bro. Yeah, code breaker. Exactly. Do something like. But anyway, um, Lambert makes a challenge for uh, Miami. I guess they're going to be in Miami soon here, and. The challenges for uh, Jericho, Hagar, and Sammy uh, to take on the men of the year and Junior Dos Santos. So it looks like Junior's going to get in the goddamn wrestling ring, which I'd be really interested in if he's serious about doing it because, like, I think Junior has, like, a ton of natural charisma. Like, He's a Brazilian dude who doesn't speak very good English. Right. But when he was but but even like when he was a fighter, people tuned in. Like his 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 fights got good pay-per-view numbers because people were interested in him. He has a natural charisma. Absolutely. I mean, remember that fight between him and Mark Hunt? It's great. Great. That fight. was a Holy fucking shit. scrap and a half, dude. That was a sick fight. But my point is, man, I'm a junior fan. You're a junior fan. We're all a junior fan. But why did they even advertise Jorge Masvidal as well? Like being in the match? I don't know. They kept, he like Lambert brought him up like three times. It's like, what are right. you doing? And I'm thinking, oh yeah, we're going to get a blow off between, is he like the big boss? Are we going to have a blow off between Jorge Masvidal eventually and Mr. Chris Jericho? I don't know. But like, if that's the case, how do you go from a former heavyweight champion of the world in Junior Dos Santos to, to a dude... To a dude who's only ever had one title shot and got knocked the fuck out when he went for the championship. Like I can't believe so he's never won the UFC championship in his division. No, no. Wow. he was a he was the uh baddest motherfucker champion 
after he oh yeah yeah right yeah but that fight was fucking stupid anyway he won because of like cuts or some kind of stoppage to diaz it's like how do you win the baddest motherfucker belt by stoppage yeah but and, and you know what to be fair to fucking uh diaz he's always fucking bleeding profusely it's, it's not like he can fucking <laughs> you know what i mean he yeah. always looks beat up but the motherfucker keeps keeps going you know what i'm saying like he just keeps on going no 100 hey man his brother absolutely him exactly both of them including nick right but come on man i mean yes he lost his championship match but jorge is a fucking beast bro oh yeah he's great like he's fantastic i'm just saying like he's like 170 pounds and junior is <laughs> like a, is like 260 <laughs> and he's looking jacked dude he's actually looking jacked these arms look fucking mint he he looked really good, and like I said, his working elbows there were pretty solid looking. Yeah, like, I, I, nothing I wrong with that. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, moving on here. Uh, I'm excited for that for that uh, six man. That could be fun. Like I said, I want to see what Junior's got. If he's got something and he's been serious, then uh, cool. 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 Um, anyway, <laughs> next up, we've got Tony Schiavone in the ring, and he. You know, talks about how, you know, uh, this is the two-year anniversary. So uh, happy anniversary, everybody, yep. for Dynamite. Ha happy anniversary, Dynamite. Absolutely. In October. It's true. And guess what? Guess what else is, is in October, Chris? Halloween? Yes, but there's something even bigger than that, brother. Okay, let's hear it. Our one-year anniversary, motherfucker. How do you forget, man? Woohoo! Yes, that's right. Next week will be our one-year anniversary, bro, and I think we need to do something special for that one. Yeah, definitely, dude. I mean, that's pretty cool. One year. Can you believe Can you that shit? One year, bro. For a year. Shit. Well, this episode of Dynamite just kept feeling like it was a year ago. Um, not very good. Tony Schiavone introduces the TBS Championship. It's going to be a minor title for the women's division, uh, like, like the TNT Championship is for the men's division, which just made me think, you know, yeah, that makes sense. You know, I mean, like, look look at how stacked their women's division is. They've got, they've got so many, like – well-polished women who are just like excellent in-ring workers and like excellent. great promos. Excellent. You know, you couldn't possibly push all of the excellent, you know, uh, great women that they have at AEW. I'm being facetious. Fuck this. This is stupid. No, um, no, no. They're so stacked, bro. They've got even more bitches. And you know what the TBS belt really stands for, bro? <laughs> Shout you out to Vickery, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> no offense to our lady listeners, but it's called the bitch strap. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, no, Vickery said uh, these bitches suck championships. So that's. Uh, well, yeah. that too. That too. So shout out to the R to the to B Vic. to the V. Exactly. <laughs> but come on, uh, man. It's the bitch strap that looks like a male strap, right? No, I'm not saying strap on. Well, I guess it is a strap on, right? I mean, seriously. <laughs> this but, title looks infinitely better than the AEW women's title. And that's the problem. <laughs> that's my gripe, dude. I was going to – is that Ric Flair fucking listening? I see we got Ric Flair in the fucking – as a listener. But anyway, hey, nature bar. <laughs> Woo. 
how about you call in and fucking and uh you know take us to fucking space mountain but anyway not me but chris wants to go to space mountain no i don't want to go to space Yes, he does he does he does he told me before but anyway right Back to the you bitch. Can, you can show Jimmy the helicopter. I'm not interested <laughs> in seeing that shit. Oh, no, please. No. No. All right. Hey, even someone in the background there, Chris, on your end, doesn't want to see the helicopter, bro. Yeah, I know. I'm not we sure. We've got, if we got children around, or, dude. Please, yeah. Rick. No. <laughs> anyway, back to the bitch trap for the third time. The, hey, can you, the belt looks like a male championship, does it not? um well i don't know if i don't know like does it it definitely looks a lot like you know the t the tnt championship it's just right more blue Um, right i thought pink was like the girl color right not blue blues like represent the male right yeah and i mean like i said the tbs championship just looks way better than the AEW women's title like to the point where it was jarring when they showed Britt baker afterwards with like a she had like a little promo thing or whatever and i was Absolutely. just like that belt looks like shit. bad dude and that's the gripe i've got because that's the first thought that went into my head i'm thinking how the fuck is this supposed to be the, the secondary title bout now for the women when the actual main championship Looks like a toy compared to this. Yeah, for sure. Could you give me just one second, bro? Yeah, no problem. So, Rick, while Chris has to go and uh, do his little thing, do you mind calling up, brother? Please, come on so we can have a little partiki with the nature boy. Woo! Hello, <laughs> big man. How are you doing, Nature boy, little <laughs> girls looking at the Mars. Oh, no, Woo! don't not say little girls, Rick. Please, not not on our show. No little girls, please. Listen no here, helicopter. big man. <laughs> I'm over here just styling and profiling. Limousine <laughs> driving, jet wheeling, son of a gun. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Rick. Settle down already. You're going to fucking have a heart attack, my man. Seriously. You know, I was the greatest NWA heavyweight champion. <laughs> Woo! Tony Shabani labeled me the top of the map wrestler. <laughs> mean! Woo! By God, Jane! Where's that? Where's that fucking Rick? Mean! Not- <laughs> By God, Jane! Now you got to take your pants off, bro, and pounce around the fucking ring. Come on. Joe's the I chopper. Joe's the chopper, Hulk brother. I told Hogan, I told him, big man, <laughs> you might be the number one on the Mount Rushmore, but you got a point. Woo! Nature boy, right up there. Woo! With the fucking perm and everything. <laughs> the perm is definitely up there in the fucking Mount Rushmore of perms, but, Rick, let's be real, brother. You were in the NWA, WCW, and no one really fucking was watching it. Let's be honest, Rick. You know what I mean? While you were wrestling in fucking stinky-ass North Kakalaki arenas, Hulk Hogan, brother, was body-slamming fucking giants in Madison Square Garden, brother. This is my my real voice. (laughs) 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 It's it's me, Rick (laughs) Flair. You gotta listen to me, Rick. Yes. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I was, I told Tony Savani, I told Tony Savani. Savani? So now it's, yeah, Savani. Well, one quick question, Rick. I just want to ask, man. Why were you fucking absolutely harassing fucking flight attendants while flying up there with the chopper, if you know what I mean? Wink, wink. I gotta go, big man. <laughs> we gotta, we can't talk about that. Woo! <laughs> to be the man, you gotta beat the man. And that man is the nature boy, Ric Flair. The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Woo! Get the fuck on out of here, Rick, you fucking slime ball. Bye, Nate. Right. Bye, Nate. Fucking helicoptering, fucking riding, fucking dick sucking, baby arming. Son of a fucking baby gun. Anyway, enough of that shit. Sorry to our listeners, I had to put up with that shit. Anyway, thanks for joining us, Rick. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, you know, Rick, your uh, your son-in-law, or I don't know if they're married, but the guy who's fucking your daughter uh, main events tonight, so. <laughs> oh, oh, cool. <laughs> <clears throat> um all right oh, yeah so no. <laughs> after the tbs gets tbs championship gets introduced we have an interview here as jr is interviewing darby <clears throat> darby goes into why he paints his face Ugh. he paints his face because his uncle died when he was five years old so wait, like, wait, 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 do you know how many people's whoa, whoa. do you know how many people's uncles died when they were like five years old like Get over your childhood trauma. You come off as a whiny little bitch, not a tortured soul. Ooh. I, I think someone's not going to approve of that one, Chris. Oh, and he starts sorry. with the letter S. The stinger. Woo. <laughs> okay, but which yeah. sting do I have to deal with because of this? Like, is it crow sting or surfer sting or bubble sting like which version oh. joker sting like which which version do i have to deal with because like depending on who it is i might just ignore them you know i believe it's the fucking green as fuck sting you have to deal with bro the one mm. where he was tag team partners with ultimate warrior remember the blade runners oh okay well then yeah i'll just um i don't know <laughs> Uh, take away his steroids, and he'll probably have to leave Ooh. me alone. Ooh, woo! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So, uh, anyway, yeah, I didn't care for this interview at all. It, just, it was like, you know, it's well, one thing like if it happened to you at a time when like you're you're developing, you know what I mean? But like, you know, your uncle died when you were five. So you you paint your face because you un your uncle died when you were five. Are you are you suggesting that you've been painting your face since you were five years old? Like, were you in yeah. first grade with your face half painted? Are you that fucking stupid? Because that doesn't sound cool. That just sounds really fucking whiny and very weird. I'm sure the yeah. kids would have been like, "Why does he look like that? He's a freak. He's on meth." <laughs> Yeah, he's a meth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is he from Fresno, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> 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 wink, wink. <laughs> mm -hmm. Good old uh -huh. California. <laughs> Good old Cali. They definitely know how to part tiki, if you know what I'm he, saying. 
Well, I mean, you know, some of their cities have poop patrols even. That's how much fun California is. That is California. And to that bitch that was pooping everywhere in Cali, you fucking stinky bitch. Seriously. That's disgusting. Yeah. You should be ashamed of yourself. All right. Uh, Moving away from homeboy now. Um, Let's talk (laughs) about the match. Here as uh, Darby uh, faces Nick Camerata. Nick Camerata? Yeah. So here's my here's my notes for the match. Nick looks like my daughter made a creator wrestler after watching oh. Jim Duggan versus the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> and the Berserker, Chris. You can't forget the Berserker. Yeah. Why does he have blue tassels? Because the blood has stopped going to his head. That's why. <laughs> what are you doing? Um anyway, this is a nothing match uh where Darby beats a guy who outweighs him by like two hundred pounds. Uh, poor Nick cool. Camerado, bro. What do we fucking say, Chris? Didn't we have we said this? There's got to be a new segment because clearly these guys aren't taking our advice. But remember when we said it don't yep. work for me, brother? Yeah. Well, Nick, Nico, Nicky, Champ, whatever, bruh, you're fucking hell big, and you <laughs> let this little meth head fucking beat you like that. And he that just shouldn't beat the work shit for out of you, him brother. Too. Like this was a squash yeah. match. For the little guy. Like, for the little guy, WCW, for the Manitos. Like, WCW used to sort of famously book Rey Mysterio to beat bigger men, like, not all the time, but regularly, right? right but when right. he would do that, it was, oh, Ray got one over on him. Ray's speed right. allowed him to get a quick pin or do some flippy shit that the guy wasn't expecting, etc. No, no, this was just... Darby is apparently a superhero who can beat the shit out of somebody um, who outweighs him by 200 pounds and then just flat beat him with his finish in the middle of the ring. With cool. a flat back. Yeah, great. Literally great. a flat back. And speaking of Rene, Rene Mysterio, right? I believe we had a throwback to Nitro back in 96 when Kevin Nash threw Rey Mysterio like a lawn dart into a stop. Well, it was like a stop sign on the wall, whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. you know, on one of those portables. Well, didn't we get the reenactment? Of Rey Mysterio getting thrown like a lawn dart in Derby Allen. Yeah, definitely. I kind of wish somebody would actually throw him through something, though, at this point. because Yeah, man. Throw him into the garbage. Uh, nah, nah, honestly, nah. we're being, being harsh. We're being harsh, bro. Come on. <laughs> I Honestly, though, like I, I'm not being harsh at this point. I, I think that Darby has it in him to be a really good pro wrestler. Absolutely. But they keep booking him as if he's – the crow like from uh, the comic book or from the yes. movie with brandon lee like <laughs> i just had to, but he's sorry <laughs> but he's not actually a superhuman so if he's a wrestler he should be winning by means that makes sense according to rest okay i'm just i'm done i don't care um well when on. he's on myth chris he is a superhero because he turns into myth man I, you know what? That actually makes sense because I guess the, the Nazis used to like Ooh. have methamphetamine and stuff and it used to help them be better fighters or whatever. Oh. Heil Darby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not even going to go there because I'm German. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, the Dark Order is next. Who? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> the dark fucking Dorka? What? Durka Durka Dark Order? 
Yeah, it, it looks like maybe they're gonna they're gonna you know get back together and I guess what, Chris? I degaff. Yeah, for sure. Jimmy yeah. cracked corn and <laughs> I don't care. That's right. Okay, uh, Tony's back in the ring to talk to Dante Martin. He's ready to fight anybody that AEW can bring him. So the lights go out. And then the lights come back on and Malachi Black is in the ring. Uh, he spits the mist. He hits the kick. The lights go back off again. Then the lights come back on again. And he's still there. And he's still there. <laughs> Black got a really big reaction, but uh, this was what weird. The really weird and creepy. But not in the fucking creepy sense. I'm talking about like... Like the lights went out and then they went back on and then the lights went out and he was back on and he was still there. Yeah. Just can someone explain, please? That's overbooked. Like <laughs> you think? <laughs> oh my way geez. overbooked. Um anyway, that's we why he's a Malacca, bro. Yeah, Sorry, Malacca Black. Malacca no, yeah, Black. Malacca mate. Black. Um <laughs> So we come back from the break. Uh, Stark is in the ring with the FTW title, and not oh. even Philadelphia gives a fuck about the FTW title. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The next rock, eh, fellas? <laughs> yeah. Um, not that I've fucking seen. Um, <laughs> uh, I think he's going downhill, bro. I actually think he's getting worse. I mean, this was bad. Um, he calls out Cage. Cage runs down to the ring, beats up Stark for a few seconds, and then Team Taz bails yeah. him out. Cage, Johnny Cage. Uh, yes. Oh, oh, okay. Well, was it Christian Cage? Um, or was it Adam Page? <laughs> or was it Diamond or, Dallas Page? Yeah, I'm. You know what? I honestly, it was uh, somebody with A G E in their name. Anyway, um, oh, oh, oh yeah. see, so nobody Cage. fucking cares about any <laughs> of this shit. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, coming up next here, we've got a match that uh, I was really hoping was going to be good and was really aggressively not good. Um, <laughs> Hikaru Shida and Serena Deeb. Um, it pains me to review this match because I love Serena Deeb so much. And I have really enjoyed Hikaru Shida in the past, but for whatever reason, these two did not work well together. Um, they've got yeah. the trophy ready for Shida already. They announce it before the match that if she wins... She gets, you know, this trophy that she's the first woman to 50 wins at AEW. And God. as so as they're announcing this, I have I've written this down like at the beginning. I was like, so that better be false foreshadowing, or this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in wrestling. So yeah. I'm glad it was false foreshadowing because Jesus Christ. I was like, what? Um yeah. Yeah, look, it was a decent match. Come on, Chris, let's give the women some credit. It was all right. But the ending of the match made no fucking sense to me. So do we have a heel turn here by 
by Serena Deep. Yeah, definitely. She hit her with the fucking trophy afterwards. Like, listen, she the the, the story of the match was Sheeta was focusing on striking and Deeb was focusing on wrestling. But Sheeta right. also, I don't know if it was just this match, but she was like playing to the crowd a lot. Do you know what I mean? Well, she's a baby face, right? I mean, it was her against Dean Malenko after all. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, shouldn't she be a little more focused if she's in there against somebody who's dangerous? Um, uh, it looked it looked it looked really obvious, and it almost looked like, like you know, when somebody first gets into wrestling, like a like a Rex Steiner, for instance, right down in NXT. You mean you Braun Breaker? After, yeah, yeah. After almost every move, he like looks at the crowd, or he like fires up or he because it's because it's still new to him right like he hasn't really figured out how to pace right. it yet all he needs which, to do is go woof, woof, woof. yeah <laughs> but that's what this kind of reminded me of from Sheeta here and she should know better like she's been doing this for a while yeah yeah um this match was a mess though like Sheeta's knee strikes like there was at least five or six times where they missed by a foot and i don't mean like they missed and you could kind of see it like she missed by a <clears throat> foot with a bunch of these knee strikes chris did i mention hoof, hoof, hoof. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all i gotta say man and yeah look i know especially at our you know our new brothers and familia in hamin media that we're part of now mm-hmm. but i'm sorry guys come on come on guys Come on, guys. I know Serena Deeb is like one of your favorites out there, but, but but come on. Oh, this was a bad match, but I honestly don't think it's Deeb's fault. Like, I, I think that Sheeta was doing a bunch of really amateurish and just, like, awkward spots here. I think that, like, like the few things that Serena Deeb was, was, like, was doing, they were right. So there was a, like, she did that thing where, like, she does stepping halfway in the ring and she, like, you know, goes after the knee. She's done this a few times in her matches, Deeb has, right? You know, when yeah. her opponent's coming back in the ring, she goes after the knee. But she did that, and usually a person, like, really sells it, and she did just kind of went, like, oh, no, my, my knee, that... Her, my, my knee, knee a little bit my and knee, then my knee well and then deeb like grabbed her leg and did a fucking dragon corkscrew in the ropes nice. that was and nice come on that was good but what i'm saying is Sheeta's reaction to that was like oh no i'll my jump knee. in the ring now and fall down <laughs> it was my like, knee i, I just don't I'm think they worked knee. very well yeah i don't know like i don't <laughs> think they worked very well together and like legitimately when I saw that Serena Deeb was was having a match tonight, I was like, "Oh, thank God! There will be at least one really good wrestling match on this fucking card <laughs> because that's what I've come to expect from Serena Deeb." Like, oof, I oof. think she's, I think she is the Dean Malenko of the women's division. She's, <laughs> oh man, and that's what I'm afraid of, dude. Is that a little fucking jab to her? I mean, seriously. not at all. No, no, not Come at all. On. I mean that in like, Come on, like dude, Come no, on. dude. Dude, Dean they're calling it boring, bro. Let's be honest, bro. They're calling it boring. And I've said this in the past. Her, she's great. She's awesome. But she really needs character development. I'm going to have to say it. I'm saying it right now. I know she she's does. Part and, of I it. Think that they, and I think that the ending of this match moved her towards that. 
more of like a character development, right? Because she didn't just lock in the serenity lock. She bashed Sheeta's knee on the canvas like four times before she locked in that sub, right? And then well, afterwards, she went out and grabbed the fucking trophy and bashed it over her head. Like That was funny. That was cool. I liked it. But you know what? She looked legitly frustrated the way she hit her with that damn trophy, bro. I think she might have been. I think that this match would have frustrated me. Like, if I was in well, there, I'd have been like, fuck, this didn't work. Well, if I was in there, I'd just be going, hoof, hoof, hoof. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Sorry, I know, I know, but it's true. <laughs> all right. Um, up next here, uh, Darby Allen gets jumped by a bunch of masked dudes backstage. Pretty, <laughs> I wonder who pretty, they were. Yeah, it's pretty clear it's the pinnacle. Um, <laughs> oh, God. I didn't give a shit about this. Like the announcers sold Neither this as I. if, as if like, oh, Darby, you know, these people, these sons of bitches, look oh, at what they God. did to Darby. But it was like, what? They punched they him do? a couple of times. And, right. Like, I mean, just be honest, Chris, there was like how many of them and all they did was like punch him a couple of times and throw him like a lawn dart. Yeah. It was like, I don't know. I what? didn't, I did not like this at all. And I don't get why they're, I don't get why they had to be masked. Everybody knows they've got a problem with Darby. I know, man. Why the fuck were they masked for? Please, can you explain that, please? My guess is that something's going to happen where the AEW management is going to be like, oh, you can't just attack people backstage, blah, 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 blah. You know, that's against the rules. And then and then the Pinnacle are going to be able to be like, well, that wasn't us. You can't prove it was us. <laughs> like, you know, Ugh, don't talk logic, Chris, because they probably won't do that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if they're not going to do something with it, then why the fuck did you wear the masks? I don't know, because it looks cool. Mm. No, it doesn't. <laughs> oof, um, oof, oof. Yeah. Um, sorry. Le <laughs> it's all good, man. Leo rushes backstage, and he's talking about money. Um, uh, here we go. So, so apparently he's just like money Milky Matt Hardy, it. but lamer. Right, and so he's out of retirement again, right? Apparently. Yes. Well, every time something doesn't go the way he wants it to, he retires from wrestling. Well, at least, and he's a small motherfucker, but at least he fucking says, that don't work for me, brother. That's true. Yeah, you got to give him credit for not just rolling over. To. You have to, dude. You have to. I mean, I'll be fucking retiring too. If it didn't work for me, brother. But they re-signed him again. And I'm sure he'll retire again. And yeah, I mean, Leo Rush, what's it to be excited about? I get it. He's all right. He's cool. He can fucking do acrobatic shit, just like most of the damn roster can. But is he that fucking good? He's just an anorexic Bobby Lashley, but not even. I mean, he's... He's not bad on the mic, I guess, but like, do they need another Lashley, Lashley, Lashley. I don't know, dude. I don't know why. Why? Are they going to have a cruiserweight division? I mean, they can't. Why? They can't have a cruiserweight division if you've got Daniel, if you've got Brian Danielson uh -huh. in your main event for the world title. Well, look at WWE. Yeah, but they don't. I mean, they. Do, I guess they do have a cruiserweight division, but like that doesn't right. make any sense. It's like Finn Balor should be in your cruiserweight division. He should, but you know, he's not. 
so then it's not really a cruiserweight division. It's a minor league system with a weight like <laughs> thing. I I don't I don't know like. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Junior heavyweight. How's that? Sure. Light Jun- heavyweight, I, even. Yeah, I don't know. I. I think maybe they should just like get on with some other TV company, and then just have a new belt for them. You know, the Fox Championship. The Fox Championship. There you go. Um, there you go. Moving on here. Let's talk about the main event. Um, it's a casino ladder match. Right. I know who I put my money on. Get it? I'm really tired of all the casino casino stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. Well, why is it a casino match, by the way? I don't know. Like, are the cons from Vegas? Like, like... well, I don't know. Are they from Atlantic City, New Jersey? Like, I don't understand why everything is about this for these people are they from the karachi fucking casino they're they're from somewhere um <laughs> Fuck. well all right well i don't know fucking what i'm betting hmm i know who i'm not betting on and it's the first <laughs> guy out here and it's orange <laughs> cassidy oh yeah he's my man yeah. not so first up, it's Orange and Pack. They're going to start us off, and then I think that every sounds, couple of minutes sounds good, somebody Chris. else comes in. Orange no. Pack. Orange Pack. I like it, bro. Orange Pack. pack. It sounds like a pack of oranges. Pack Cassidy. <laughs> God. Pack Cassidy, bro. We got it. We heavy wiener. <laughs> the Cassidy. Bastard Orange. <laughs> Oh no, bro! No, you, they can't do. No, 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 they can't do the orange bastard because then everybody will oh. think it's Trump. It's they, oh. they can't do that. Oh no, bro! That's got a good ring to it, man. I hate to say it, man. We got the orange bastard. Oh. We got orange pack. I mean, I think we need to do a poll, bro. Yeah. All right. Well. uh Send us emails and tell us what you think. Should uh, should Orange Cassidy and Pac, if they become a, a tag team, be um, Pac Cassidy or uh, the Orange Bastard? Because yeah. <laughs> that's, that's going to be a tight one, bro. I mean, seriously. <laughs> yes. Um, Orange Cassidy's shtick is really getting old. Oh, no, it's, no, not at all. Yeah, dude. It's been two years. He hasn't moved anywhere. Like there's been no yeah. development whatsoever. It's still the same. What development? I thought I didn't know he was developing. That's what I'm saying. He's not. <laughs> so, well, Orange Pack it is. I mean, sorry, Orange Cassidy. I think it is. Yeah. Or the Orange Bastard. I don't the know. Orange Bastard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Andrade comes out next to join the match. Um, there's a cool spot here where um he jumps onto the ladder while Pac is already there. He punches him in the face a couple of times, and then he does like a pretty sweet sunset flip power bomb off the ladder. Um, looked good. It, it looked it looked very good, very good. It, it did. Um, Matt Hardy comes out next, uh, so it's OC Pac, Andrade, and Hardy. Uh, Matt clears the ring. Lance Archer came out during the break, I guess. 
Um, right. I think so. <laughs> okay. I didn't see him come out. He just was all of a sudden there when they came back from break. <laughs> and then out comes Moxley. So him and Archer brawl a little bit. Um, and then I, I have here Adam Page, Bay Bay, uh, makes his return <laughs> and lays out everybody. Uh, but Pox take, but Pox takes him down with a chair shot. Um, Page got a huge, yeah. huge ovation. Uh, he did, dude. He was over like fucking cowboy shit is over. I mean, yeah. dude, the, were the people fucking happy to see him or what, man? They went nuts. It was good. <clears throat> they went banana. They went to banana. Um, yes. Speaking of sexual molestation, um, <laughs> Pac, uh, uh, lays him out with a with a table. Uh, oh, lays very, him on the- very kinky. Yeah, he lays him on a table, uh, and then he goes up like he's going to hit him. Um, Andrade kind of comes up with Pac on the corner. So there's the co- there's the there's a ladder in the corner. On one side of it is a ladder or a, a table, sorry. And on the other side of it, there's a ladder that's been set up like across the ring apron and the desk area. Um, you know, like sometimes they do that as like a bridge. Right. Um, Andrade and Pac fight on the apron, and then Andrade takes a bump off the top of the apron onto that bridge ladder, which looked like it fucking hurt. Um, yeah, man, that looked fucking by it. Ouch. Um, Page uh, puts Pac through the table uh, with a pretty sweet move. Uh, Hardy's on the outside. He does a leg throw. He does a leg drop through a table to Cassidy. Uh, that looked like it hurt. It looked like Matt landed right on his fucking tailbone. Which yeah, that's brutal, dude. <laughs> Matt doesn't need to be landing on his fucking tailbone ever again. Can we, can yeah. we just get that man like can we away just, from a ring? <laughs> yeah, can we just get that man like a pair of pants that's made out of steel or something? Like just no more landing on Matt's tailbone. It makes yes. me uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> no more landing, please. Yeah. Uh, Mox and Paige are battling hard for the chip when Mox just falls off the ladder. This could have been a cool spot, but it just looked dumb. Uh, Hangman gets you know, gets his shot somewhere down the road because he wins by taking down the chip. Um, it was a cool return for Paige. It was a fun, brutal main event with a bunch of cool spots. Now, I know that there are going to be people who are going to be listening to me saying that and being like, what the fuck, Chris? Like, you hate all the Young Buck shit. Why? Like, how could you possibly like this? Well, I like this for a different yeah. reason than yeah, I like my wrestling. This was just sort of good car crash TV, right? Where there were some cool spots. They were brutal. The weapon usage was great. And then once these people got laid out by the big spots, they were fucking done. Andrade right, didn't not, come back, right? True. He didn't bounce That's up after point. he hit the fucking the thing, right? Um, right. Hardy took out Cassidy, and then they were both the fucking laid out. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, Pac went through the table, and after that, he was done. So, you know, I, I don't mind these, like, crazy weapons, you know, ladder match type things. I was a huge fan of the Hardys and Edge and Christian and the Dudley boys when they were doing their TLC matches and stuff like that. 
because even though it was a spot fest, right? The spots right. made sense. <clears throat> it so, did. I like this, you know, I like this as a main event. It was fun and I'm happy to see Paige back. Not just that, Chris, it was meant to be like this because it wasn't a tag match, bro. It was just straight up bedlam. You know what yeah. I'm saying? No one had to tag each other in. So all that shit made total sense. Unlike mm-hmm. the first match. Right. Where it was just like, who the fuck is legal right now? How the fuck does the referee know who's legal? How the fuck right. are you going to count the pin when all four members of the fucking team are hitting somebody? Like, And how the fuck are you going to tag yourself in when you're not holding the tag rope? <sighs> yeah. And they've got tag ropes, Chris. Can you believe that shit? It's incredible to me that they even still pretend like what they're doing is professional wrestling when the Young Bucks are out there because it ain't. It's professional wrestling, Chris. That's what Phil Brooks says, all right? So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, Phil. Um, sorry, Phil. I know you're happy, man, but sorry, Phil. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Like, this was a big – for me, um, the main event was fun, right? Um, Absolutely. The American top team stuff has some potential. Sammy and Bobby had a decent match. Like it was really quick, but it was, you know, I'm not going to say it was really great. So, but I don't know, man, like that opener was fucking garbage. Um, Punk's cheesecake is (laughs) whatever. Like it's been a month. Can we move on? Please, 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 Punk. I'm begging you. And it's cheese steak for the last time, Phil. Not yeah. cheese cake. Jesus Darby Christ. is apparently Mighty Mouse because he can beat up people who are just flat out bigger than him. Absolutely. Um, and Nick Camarado Mal- is nothing but a big, dumb fucking bozo. Mm-hmm. Malachi Black apparently doesn't know how the lights work. <laughs> um, and, and Malachi is definitely a Malaka for doing that. Yes. Um, just saying. Sheeta honestly maybe just needs to, like, I think because she's been sort of out for a little while, right? Maybe she just needs to get her fucking timing back or something because this match maybe. was really disappointing. Like, I'm telling you, Jimmy, when I saw that this match was happening this week, I was like, oh, yes. I literally was like, <laughs> yes, this is going to be a great match. And it was, like, aggressively not a good match aggressively not a good match as well put actually because it was aggressive dude mm-hmm. the match felt aggressive absolutely but it just unfortunately was aggressively not good yeah so i'm i'm not gonna say that this was a good episode of uh of dynamite it it had some good moments but no like overall it does this week doesn't work for me brother well, guess what, brother? For me, I felt it was decent. All right, it was all right. It was about a, I'd rated a C plus plus, and the only reason why I'm not giving it at least a B is because the card felt unorganized again a little bit. If you get my drift, like it yeah, looked man. good on paper, it looked great on paper, but just certain things. Uh, <sighs> It just felt like let's just chuck on as much shit as possibly can in two hours and see what happens. Yeah, and like the 
you know, I don't know, man, like the things that needed more time didn't get enough time. And some right. of the things that didn't need so much time got way too much fucking time. Like, I know people hate me for saying this. I know, I know that the internet wrestling community is like, <laughs> God damn you. Um, you damn Canadian. But get the young bucks off my fucking television. I, I just, I, I literally dude, every, like nothing that they do is good to me. Like nothing that they do. Uh, look, man, like I said, that's him saying that, not me, just quietly. But, but Bucks, he's not young anymore, man. Come on, grow up for fuck's sake. Yeah. Um, just saying, just saying. Can we just call him the, the fucks now or the Bucks or just the Ducks where they quack their way to the ring? Bucky one and two. Bucky, Bucky one and two. <laughs> oh no, man! I mean, look, there's only one positive thing about the super elite, bro. Um, the fact that their dad isn't showing off any more dragon shirts. Thank God. But no, not that. I actually don't mind their entrance theme. It's much better than super gay party. That's super true. It gay. is. Yeah. No, it's it's much cooler than that. Yes. Much cooler. And I, if I were them, I would use that damn song moving forward for any of the elite members, man. And where was Gallows and Anderson tonight? What were they fucking doing? Jacking themselves off? Was Carla Anderson still jacking himself off? I mean... Either uh, he's probably somewhere fucking his hot Asian wife. Like, where was Chad too bad? Uh, I don't know. Chad, where are you, bro? We want Chad too bad. Where you at, bro? Where you at? Yeah, where you at? Anyway, anyway, I'm really excited for uh, this week uh, getting started with this HMG thing uh, that we're gonna be. Oh, doing. absolutely. I'm glad you brought that up. Can you believe it? We're moving on up. We keep going up, bro. Not only are we on the PWC network, they're hitting the Marks network, the PW Hustle networks, and now, drum roll please, we're part of the Hamin Media Group family, man. And and shout-outs to Bin Hamin and Big Ray for making that happen, and also Chris Silvio, Dr. Michael Jago, Everyone over there that's made it happen, man, it's it's an absolute pleasure and an honor. And to be honest, man, I can't fucking wait to get started, man. We were originally going to start in on Halloween, but not, they want us to start as soon as possible because they thought we are going to be nervous doing it. And I'm like, come on, man. Us nervous, please. Nervous. doesn't matter where we are exactly. Nervous and in our names whatsoever, man. We're going to fucking hit this out the park. The only thing that I'm confused about, Chris, who's going to be the real host? Would it be you? Would it be Jago? I, you know what, man? I'm open to whatever to whatever the professor wants to do. You know, to whatever the doctor is uh, is is wanting here. He's he's the guy who's been doing this the longest. So um, whatever he wants to do, man. If he wants me to lay out, I can lay out. Um, you know, as Ben Hamin has has said a, a number of times, never miss an opportunity to shut the fuck up. <laughs> so if that's what's expected of me, I will gladly shut the fuck up. Um, but uh, yeah, but uh, maybe my my rambling Canadian voice is exactly what we need to to to, uh, to push this thing yeah. forward too. So yeah, as long as it doesn't sound like it's too hot uh, and you start stretching motherfuckers, uh, 
You know, it's, it's okay, Chris. Uh, well, you know, when you, <laughs> when you pull the, the shoulder back in just the right way, the eyes actually bulge out of their head. You can have uh, oh, uh, broken blood vessels in the in the eyeball. <laughs> That's straight out of beyond the, I mean, fucking the, the, what do you call it, man? I mean, shit, how do I go blank on the fucking documentary, bro? Wrestling with shadows. That's it. Wrestling with my butthole. Anyway, that's Ric Flair <laughs> wrestling with his dick. But anyway, yeah, wrestling with shadows, man. I mean, that was a great one. But it's like, you know, his, his eyeballs is going to go pop in there. <laughs> you got to love Stu Hart, man. Oh, <laughs> you got to love him, man. Canadian He's a Canadian treasure, bro. I mean, seriously, man. R.I.P. to Stu and Helen Hart. I mean, Jesus, man. Professional wrestling has never been the same without them, and God bless them up there, man, because, geez, they were the best family in pro wrestling. I'm going to say it. I'm not Canadian, and I'm saying it. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. It's, so it's Chris, just true. It's 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 true, Chris. Uh, don't make me come over there to Winnipeg and uh, give you the fucking Saskatchewan stretch. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, I think we can call it a night, Chris. I mean, before Podbean actually kicks us off, you know what I mean? Yep. So, in saying that, please like and subscribe at the pwcnetwork.podbean.com. Also, subscribe at hittingthemarks.com and pwhustlenetworks.com. And from now on, last but not least, please like and subscribe at Hameen Media on Patreon. Just type Hameen Media because that's where we're going to be on, Chris. And guess, awesome. should we reveal? Should we reveal? So that means we're on the A team, bro. We're on the A fucking feed, not the B feed. The A feed, bro. So you know what I mean? So to all those to all those guys that are on the B feed, nah, 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 nah. you're gonna get us kicked out (laughs) i know definitely true no no i'm only fucking around man but it's it's a fucking honor man and i can't wait to work with everybody i think we're gonna kill it bro just hopefully rampage gives us a fucking good one to fucking talk about but more importantly i can't wait for you chris to absolutely shit on uh what was it what'd you call minoru again um, I don't know who that is. Oh, oh, okay. Do you, you mean well, Toyota Honda? Uh, I think you mean Toyota Camry, bro. S- Sony Suzuki? Oof. Jago, if you're listening to this, like Shaggy said, it wasn't me. Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, <laughs> in saying that, also, if you want to find us on social media, you can find us at the PWC on Facebook or the PWC underscore network on Twitter but more importantly Chris tell them where they can find you bro before we end this shit yeah you can find me um, on Twitter I think just find me on Twitter it's Chris Ams 1 at Chris Ams 1 that's it and that's Chris Ams 1 and if you want to fucking follow me and follow my music just look up at DJ Mass Effects on any music platform and on the Twitter. So, in saying that, I'm Jimmy T, he is Chris Ames, and you've been listening to the PWC Wednesday Night Skirmish, right here on Hitting the Marks, PWC Network, and the PW Hustle. Peace. <laughs>
Peace. Wrestling Coalition Network, the PWC. Check out my podcast where all the podcasts are available. The Homeboy 88 Podcast. Thank you. Otherwise known as Hulk Hogan, brother, Halloween is coming up, and what better way to decorate and light up your house, brother, than to get some spooky fucking candles at this and that candles on Facebook, brother. Do you want a boring-ass regular old candle? That doesn't work for me, brother. Get a dragon's head, a variety of skulls, brother, or they can custom make your candle for you, dude. Hell, maybe they can even do a Hulk Hogan head, brother, to light up your damn brother. Just go on Facebook and search for This and That Candles. It's at This and That O-N-T for Ontario, brother, on Facebook, brother. And what you're gonna do when Hulk Hogan head candle runs wild on you, dude?
back on Dynamite and back to the two-year anniversary of this show. Talking to Tony Khan backstage, he said the only place to celebrate two years of Dynamite would be in the great city of Philadelphia. And ladies and gentlemen, it was two years ago that under the leadership and guidance of Tony Khan, we changed the wrestling business. And thanks to you for that. Also, one year ago, we made history by introducing the TNT Championship, as you know. And we've had some great TNT champions. Also, on January 5th, this show, Dynamite, will move over to TBS. How about that for some old school stuff? You probably saw that on social media. And we will also have a new championship. And this championship will be the TBS championship. And it will be in the AEW women's division. And now, senior official Aubrey Edwards, my partner on Unrestricted, will unveil the brand new TBS title belt. Ladies and gentlemen, the TBS championship will begin as a tournament. And don't forget Dynamite on the 5th of January on TBS. There's your championship belt. What, what the hell? Paige Van Zandt. Paige Van Zandt, Austin Vanderford, Dan Lambert, Junior Dos Santos, and Scorpio Sky. Immediately making their presence felt as soon as the bell rang. This is really unfair. He is surrounded, guys. See what's happening, but why? Sammy Guevara now on the radar, and Dan Lambert, an American top team. Well, we've seen Chris Jericho in the crosshairs. Of course, Guevara, part of the inner circle with Chris Jericho. Look, Paige Van Zandt oh, from behind. Sky. Paige Van Zandt was a distraction. And from behind, goes a whole bunch of folks. And look at Junior Dos Santos. That's a man, he's a former UFC heavyweight champion, raining down shots on Sammy Guevara. Some of the biggest fist and arms in all of fighting. And this is all about Scorpio Sky. Yeah, we got a lot of help out here to lend a hand. Yeah, this is a away from the donuts. It, it was when we did the interview during Rose to the Top. Here comes Fuego. Fuego del Sol going at Scorpio Sky, but immediately Fuego gets no. double legged. Well, I was talking oh. about during the interview, it was Dan Lambert, Scorpio Sky, and Ethan Page that confronted the this. new champion. It's a muggy. This happened outside the arena. These guys will be going to jail. Enough is enough. Dan Lambert, Scorpio Sky, I hope you're happy. Wait just a damn minute. It's Jericho. Hager. Hager. No. Business has just tipped up. Look at this Jericho going straight at Junior Dos Santos. And Jake Hager. Boy, Jericho and Dos Santos, it's just, oh my God, he, he put him down. You 
going to fight Jericho and Hager will fight your ass. No doubt about that. This is absolute chaos. Pandemonium here in Philadelphia. And Dan Lambert is trying to collect the troops on the outside. Now he may have his team, but the inner circle, very, very tight. Okay, that's enough with that stupid song. Any more of this crap? Hurry up, would ya? Oh, yeah, whatever. Oh, my God. Allow me to clear up some confusion on who's calling the shots here. You've been a big deal in this business for a long time, Chris. And Tony Khan, man, has all the stroke in the world when he goes on tour to little shit-stained towns like Philadelphia. But Rampage is coming to Miami on October 15th, and South Florida is the home of American top team. There's only one king of the streets in the 305, and his name is Jorge Masvidal. If you think anyone has a say in what's going down in our city other than us, then the balls of Jericho are getting a little too big for your britches. Our town, we fight on our terms. Six-man tag team match. Inner city jerk-offs versus the men of the year and former UFC heavyweight champion, Junior Dos Santos. And home field advantage goes to us because not only will I be at ringside, so will the baddest bodyguard on the planet to watch my back. If you need a reminder on who that is, you were briefly introduced two weeks ago. His name is Jorge Masvidal. Dan Lambert throwing down the gauntlet. Hey, Lambert, I didn't hear a damn thing that you said. But I do know that. Oh, that's too bad. Would you like me to say it for you, big man? Hello? It works! Here's what I do know, right, Philly? We are going to beat the living shit out of you! That's the worst kind, living shit. Your yeah. dipshit team. We'll see you in Miami. Wow. Got to look forward to this Miami trip, Excalibur and Tony. Nick Jackson off the top oh, with the sets on. Good God Almighty. Kamikaze like move. And he was bridging up to as well on that S grip, Excalibur. Yeah, and, and Danielson's eyes, he couldn't see Nick Jackson coming. His eyes were buried in the shoulder. Y'all a match here, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, what a way to kick off our two-year anniversary. So thankful you invited us into your home this special night. Luchasaurus, the legal man for his side. Coming in trying to clear the Young Bucks out of the ring. Luchasaurus is just manhandling people, including <laughs> Kenny Omega. Omega eats the teeth from Luchasaurus, gets rocked back to the corner. 
Luchasaurus with his pick of the Super Elite. The biggest man in the match is taking over this match. Good strategy. Oh, to try to disable all of them, but Adam Cole, the last man to be attacked, was waiting in the wings. Well, Panama Sunrise countered by Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus has his grip on the throat of Cole and Omega. No! That's a lot of power, a lot of leverage, and a lot of man. Luchasaurus avoids the super kick, the tail whip for Nick Jackson, the roundhouse for Matt. Luchasaurus boots off, pressed to the outside. He shouldn't be too big to be able to do that as well as he does. Oh! What a freaky match. And look at Jungle oh, Boy! God. Steps over the top of the hurt on Rana, but gets rocked by the dropkick from Matt Jackson and Danielson. Jobe Suicida from the American Dragon. Omega knocks Danielson to the outside. Well, can he fight up, isn't he? He's thinking he may terminate Brian Danielson right here over the top. Crashing into the pile is the AEW World Champion. Good God, here comes another one on the pile. Whoop. Oh, please, you jerk. But Adam Cole. Yeah. There's a big green thing behind you. Yeah, buddy. Way up high! And the choke slam! Oh. The Mesozoic boot off the far leg is hook. One, two, no! Man, that was close, so close. That just proves how resilient, how tough Adam Cole is. Yeah, no doubt, man. He is a tough cookie. Sure is, folks. This is AEW. The tag has been made. Jurassic Express looking for that tag team finish with the V-trigger from Omega. He walked up. Oh, referee's back was turned. How convenient. Yeah, but, but see, if you're the super elite, you're that great with draw, why do you need a low blow? Someone tell me that. Omega. A little, little mistimed offense here from the super elite. This is the first time yeah, well, that yeah. these men have been tagging in a number of years. And here's the deal. It, Luchasaurus is too big and heavy. That's what happened there. Yeah, instead they set their sights on Jungle Boy. That's a better weight distribution, I can promise you. Yeah. Oh, the rake of the eyes and the oh. super kicks. Omega snap dragon. Oh, God, that broke his neck. If that didn't, this might the Panama Sunrise. The cover. One. No, yeah. Danielson broke it up. And he had to go right through the bucks to do it. Through hell and high water. Here comes Brian Danielson to interrupt the count. And now he's a one-man wrecking crew. Sorry for the cliché. Oh, I love clichés. And this match, it's full of action and plenty of clichés. American Dragon tearing off on the AEW World Champion, Kenny Omega. Oh, the roundhouse kick caught. Oh, oh. triple super kick. Three shots to the face. Uh, Jungle Boy's still the legal man. Jungle Boy Jack in deep, deep trouble. It's oh, wait a obvious. second. Oh, the four-way BTE trigger. All four in a ring. How's that happen? 
the Super Elite. Good grief. This one just reeks. It was an amazing match. Eight amazing individuals. But the way it went down just stinks. Marred by all of the outside interference from that man, Brandon Cutler from Nakazawa. The super elite have relied on this cheating, on these underhand attacks. It's become a crutch for them. A crutch, very well said. Cody's just too Hollywood. 
This is symbolic of the same thing Malachi Black did, coming in an unlocked door Arm? to AEW. Oh, somebody's doing? finally aware that I'm here. What Come are you on doing? down, Cody, see what's going on. Last week, everybody thought that he walked out on Cody. Is that the end of it? You finally realize I'm here. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, he's stuck in my enough. house. What come are you going to do, shoot come me? Come on down, Cody. Oh, come on. That's a big, very expensive suit. You can have hit TV shows. You can buy a multi-million dollar mansion. And when you're winning, everybody looks at you and goes, yeah, I'm right, man. I'm happy for you. Good for you. As a wrestler, you ain't very good right now. Give me that tie. Yeah, give me the tie. Why don't you just paint a star on your face and everything will be cool? See, th this is just more excess. No, no, you don't, Arn, you don't need to throw that away. I get it, I get what you're... You threw us away, damn it.
I appreciate you spending a couple of minutes with me here today uh, on Casual Wednesday. That's the minute as a joke. I was uncomfortable what I saw last week in the ring with you and MJF. He was a total arse. Secondly, I'm looking forward to your match tonight against a much, much larger man that I think is going to provide a tremendous challenge. But the meat of the matter is your face paint. And I think you know the road I'm traveling here. Yeah. Last week, Max made everything very, very public. But I'd like to elaborate why I paint my face. See, last week, Max talked about my experience with my uncle when I was five years old. He was drinking and driving that night, and he did pass away. And that's what shaped me to who I am today and why I paint my face. I paint half my face because 50% of me feels dead inside. My respect for people, my trust for people. It's the reason I got nothing's over until you're underground tattooed on my chest. I faced death that day, but I'm still here. So Max can say whatever he wants, and everybody expected me last week to pop him in the face. But no, mentally, physically, Max is not gonna win this war. Because I've seen someone like him. I've read that book a thousand times. But he's never met someone like Darby Allen. I guarantee that. Welcome back to the second anniversary AEW Dynamite where oh, Darby Allen just stunned Nick Camarado. This has proved to be a huge test for the smaller Darby Allen, but you can't measure his heart. But the oh, inches and pounds. Sting at ringside, Darby's only confidant. What a collision! That's it, the big man went down to Darby Allen. Darby Allen. Darby Allen flying off the top, crashing into big Nick Camarado and picking up the victory here in Philadelphia. Oh, wait a second. QT Marshall inside the ring. Oh, Diamond Cutter on Sting! Well, good job, QT. Great execution. He's right back up in your face. Tough guy. <laughs> I don't think he's wearing a cup in that, Excalibur. Scorpion Death Drop on tap. And it's for QT, it's ice cold. What a victory here for Darby Allen on the second anniversary edition of AEW Dynamite. Program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network.